we can start it right up, man. Without further ado, without further ado, welcome to Verbal. I made it, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming, man. You made it in life. Yeah, Yeah, I'm on. I'm somebody. (laughs) People will respect me. I won't stop scam likely from calling my phone. (laughs) I should have picked him up and be like, "Hey, you know who I'm talking to right now?" All right, so I know you're a clean comedian, bro. Nah, I'm actually not. I know. I'm. I'm no. Yeah, because I, I well because I deep dive into you, but um, uh-huh. for a lot of I see that you sometimes you're cursing, a lot uh-huh. of times you're not. Yeah, you know. Yeah, sometimes PG thirteen is what I like to be. Okay, you know I, I kind of dwell in that little pocket of PG thirteen is. Okay, because my say, mom don't like a lot of cussing, so I try not to be over the does she top. She watch with your it. stuff. She does. She watches everything. Oh, that's everything. My mom, my mom, my manager always like, we order shirts and we got to order four extra from my mom. Yeah. yeah that's not the real count. The real count is four <laughs> With the, yeah. mama going to buy four. Because they, they, you know, the moms are invested. Shout out to the invested mothers out here, the yeah, parents. you know. All good. Amir, you rolling? Yes, I am. Oh, man, perfect. Amir, nice to see you, man. Yeah, man. Let me tell y'all what? something. Oh, okay. Uh, welcome back to another episode <laughs> of Verbal Cardio. We are back with another session. I got my co-host, Water, you know. Oh, man. In my Milnor Water Jug, courtesy of Afro Geeks. Uh, Afro Geeks, shout out to Afro Geeks that's in here now. She sent me this. Why she, did you look, were you thirsty? Well, I'm always drinking water from various, like, containers. Oh, She's like, let me get you... This one consolidates so how, how, the cool. So you 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 fill that up like every week? No, you know what? I, <laughs> I normally I fill it up. I drink this like throughout the week because I still be doing the bottles. But every time I do the show, I make sure I got this with me. Oh, cause you just do a marathon of these. Uh, no, I do. I shoot like daddy issues, and then I do verbal cardio right after that. So okay. we do two. Do two shows. Okay. Yeah. So. And that and that right there. This. So you're not as old as me. How old are you? I'm a year older than you. You're a year older than me. Yeah. You don't got prostate issues. You don't got pee every five minutes. Nah. I got to drink when I get home. Uh-huh. I can't drink on the flight. <laughs> I can't. I'll, I'll be up in up in the aisle every every. Yeah. Every Thirty minutes. Yeah. Some now sometimes sometimes I will have to be like man I got to pee, I got to mm-hmm. pee but it's rare that. Um, it comes on me short enough. But you know what? Lately, my bladder been on some bullshit. <laughs> now that I think about it, because I remember telling Sabrina, I almost peed on myself recently. Oh, yeah, that's true. I was trying to get home, and I was like, I was scrambling. I was at the car. I had to pee right on the block. Oh, no. I had just parked. I peed right there. <laughs> Luckily, it was dark. You had to hop no, out. I had to stuff, pee like on the block. Yes. I, my stuff. Do, do, I was do, do, like... <laughs> It was coming down the block. I was like, I, I had to. I didn't think I was going to make it up the steps. So now that I think about it, my bladder is not what it used to be. But it's, it's not like I'm going every five minutes, but sometimes it'll be like, go now. Yeah. And I've never really been a go now type it, cat. Yeah, I used to be able to hold it. Yeah. But my doctor told me that's like all like, you know, being in a tour. When you're in a tour van. Yeah. You don't want to be, because that's how I start. Before I got a tour bus, when I got a tour bus, I was like, oh, man, I can get up and pee whenever I want. Yeah. But, you know, you don't want to be the guy to be like, hey, we just we got eight hours to Tucson. Right. Two hours in. Hey, I got to go pee. <laughs> hey, you become the pee-pee boy. Yeah. You know? they'll, they'll, they'll ride you with that. Bro, you got pee, eight grown men in a, in a pee van. Pee rentals over here. <laughs> yeah. You like, know what I'm saying? So I just learned. Off. Yeah. Are you 43? I'm 43. Okay, yeah, I'm a year old. When's your birthday? March 16th. 
First of all, shout out to you for being so forthcoming with your age. Oh, yeah. A lot of people be like, well, you know. Yeah, they be liars. Yeah, I'm like, why are you ashamed? Because the age is the ultimate truth. You can change your body. You can change your face. Yeah. You can change anything about yourself now, but you can't change your age. Men, men, was it men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Numbers don't. Numbers don't. You was born here. This is what it is. You can get that. What is it called? What is the What is the thing that um? You can't get the an Negroes age reduction. Negroes use the black to make their hair black. Oh, the shoe polish. Shoe well, polish. Like yeah. It. The 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 Beijing. Yeah, the, Beijing. The, yeah, Beijing. The Beijing or whatever. Yeah, nah, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna let all all this. But you Gandalf, got the robustness yeah, of time. Yeah, Gandalf. How long you been growing that? Seven years now. Wow. Yeah, man. Seven years of follicle robustness. <laughs> Merge. You look biblical, bro. Bro, that's one of the illest compliments. Some on on YouTube, I used to have a YouTube show for Hip Hop DS called The Breakdown. Mm-hmm. And somebody yes, in the comments was... said, what do you say? You look like the first nigga on earth. <laughs> then, uh, um, then somebody said, he looked like a cool ass palm tree. The palm tree. And I was like, okay, I'll take that. And then, the, yeah, I had to come in, in, the, in, the, in the airport. Mm-hmm. And it's like, brother, I just want to tell you, you look like Jesus should look. Yeah. And I was like. like you was, do. Though, but like, like he was yeah. like a believer. He wasn't yeah. trying to be funny. He was like in reverence, like I'm right. seeing my savior. And I was you like, do. <laughs> like when you, when you think, you know, because we always, you know, you see pictures, especially you go to L.A., you go to Sloss and Swap Me, you're going to see black Jesus represented <laughs> yeah. in art and stuff like that. But this this is yeah, the visual. Jesus, yeah. Moses, all these cats. I guess, yeah, nobody wants to say I'm Jesus because I'd be blasphemous. I mean, when I jog, I live in Inglewood, when I'm mm-hmm. jogging, people are like, oh, it's the original man. My neighbors say that every time they see him. Oh, it's the original man. What's up, original man? <laughs> Yo, that's dope, though. Hey, I'm, That's I'm a great cool. look to have. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I was, it's better than a lot of looks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> man, I, yeah, I was I was nervous about cussing because I felt like no, I'm cussing not, this, is, this is an insult, yeah. but like I felt not it's an insult now, but uh-huh. not to me. Yeah, but you are like um, the new Bill Cosby, man. See, I don't want I don't want to be. Like anytime, anytime people try to put me in the box of clean, I start cussing or I'll, I'll make a post about it because I don't want to get trapped. Yeah. Bill then, got Bill, yeah. yeah, and Bill got trapped figuratively. And he now, wanted now to be literally. In there. Yeah, yeah, he did. Now he, he trapped. He in the real. big trap. Yeah, in the woo. He in that that big insta- institutionalized man, I trap. Gotta, I got to write because I want to write here. <laughs> be like, look, man, was it wonderfulness? That album. I used to like when all my homies would go because I never made beats because I was a yeah. musical. I couldn't. I can't really dance. on got a lot of rhythm. Uh huh. But when they all go digging, I tried to have every Bill Cosby record. Really? Every man. I was obsessed. Man. So wait, you used Bill Cosby to create musically? No, I just I cause I didn't make beats, but with they every mm. I'd be digging, everybody like, let's yeah. go to record stores. I'll, I buy some new hip hop to listen to. Right. And then my 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 gems were like finding like the best condition Bill Cosby original wow. pressings. Yeah. I was obsessed with that, man. I was like, this these are the you know, the gems. Everybody liked Richard Pryor, but Richard Pryor on wax wasn't as you gotta see Richard Pryor. Yeah. And Bill Cosby you gotta see too, but he has enough inflection. Right. He has different like you know, different like that's where you guys are similar. More than not not clean is more like the different voices, not a, yeah, you know, inflections. What I mean? Yes. You know what I every time I watch Bill Cosby talk, whether it be his stand up, whether it be him on the Cosby show, I always look at his hands. Mm, I gotta start watching. His yeah. hands are very animated, like when he's talking or he's doing yeah, something. That's right. I now always look at his hands a lot. I gotta him watch. and Chris Rock are like comedians where I always look at their hands. So the comedians have rap hands first? Maybe. Like Bill Cosby definitely had the the, the rap hands. Let me find out. Because you know, because 
Brass hands is a real thing, first of all. Because <laughs> no. I'll be wondering, I'll be like, how do you decide what you're going to do with your hands? Because the hands, because you can't be this. Bro. Rapping, you can't be like, yeah, you know what I'm saying, Obama atomically. Socrates <laughs> philosophy. Yeah, you can't just be <laughs> like, can't define, I'll be dropping these. Be like, hey, move you. You got it. You got it. Yeah. Did you come up with like, all right, what's going to be my hands in this I think particular? I did. I think because I grew up in L.A., so we mm. had uh, Project Blow and Good Life. So Mike and Nine and all Freestyle Fellas, and they have the yeah. and their hands are like to try to keep pace. Yeah, and then some people would do this, and some people had this because it was a lot of movement. Yeah, and so I I don't know. I think I just the first time I became conscious of really conscious of rap hands was the Izzo video with Jay Z. Really? Because yeah, because he was making fun of Dame Dash, or Dame Dash was making fun of him, and I was like, oh yeah, Jay Z and Snoop Snoop's rap hands from the Deep Cover video. I just did those in my new video. Yeah. Yeah, his hands were very like flat. And he would just be like, and I would watch his hands. I would watch his hands and Bone too. Oh, I never thought about Bone's hands. Their bones, their hand has to be how to control. Oh, because because Crazy Bone, he kept the hand straight, but like the pinky was pronounced, <laughs> and he was like November, December, and I would just be like, oh, the hands, bro. Because <laughs> you you didn't really understand what he was saying. Yeah, so I would, I would just follow the hands. I'd be like, all right, November, December, yep. Mm-hmm, and when I went out back to the breakdown, when I was doing the breakdown, yeah. they'd be like, do a take, and I could because you can't. There's no prompter. Hip hop uh-huh. DS can't afford no prompter. <laughs> and then there's so many words. Yeah, like, how did Justin Hunt do this? Right. And then I was like, this is just a rap. I gotta memorize it. So I would memorize it the night before, like a rap. And I'll be trying to be like Justin, like, you know, you really memorize? Yeah. And then I'll be like, and I would fuck up. And I'd be like, you know what? And then I would start using my hands, nailed it every time. I was like, there's something. There's something is a connection. And I talk with my hands. So, you know, I know if I was a rapper, the hands would be, it would be all, you wouldn't even see me. It would just be my hands every video. My homie that DJs in Tucson, he has an annual. With a trophy and everything, rap hands battle. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Who got the best hands? Yeah. Regardless homegirl. of what they saying, these? they put yeah they put no they put on someone else's record, and then you go at it. You 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 pick up your favorite records. Yeah. My homegirl Odette won. My homeboy um, Pike won. Uh, like I think it's on his third year. It's gonna be a. I want in on yeah. this. <laughs> I think you I every I want in on it. Yeah. You just <laughs> you pick your songs and you just go to work. I think oh, I can yeah. win. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Cause Happy listen, hands. rap hands. Oh man, dog, I, that's a whole new career for me. I'm on tour. I'm. A, do you remember when we met? I thought it was. I'm pretty sure it's at Rhapsodies. Yes, Rhapsody. Session. That's exactly where we. Because I remember. Yeah, because yeah, cause I, I, I remember. I remember because I wasn't a fan. Mm-hmm. And then Mike was like, "Nigga, you don't know who that is." Cause I was like, "Oh, another vegetarian, another vegan nigga." Like, okay, yeah. Especially because you don't understand what I've been through with Knife. Me and him have been friends since two thousand and three. Knife actually introduced me to you. Well, he because you know y'all did that project three three sixteen three sixteen. Yeah, that was my intro to you. Okay, and because yeah, a yeah. lot of black people. Thank you, Knife. But when, you know, I'm a California kid, so mm-hmm. I got off the plane in a Carmelo. Anthony Denver Nuggets rookie jersey <laughs> with some Twinkie pajama pants on uh, and some blue and yellow Nike limited dunks. And they're like, who, what is this nigga? And the goatee down here. They say, what is this nigga? Like, what is he? Yeah. And I was like, okay, what's up, y'all? Uh, oh, let's go eat. Oh, I don't eat meat. Uh, like, it just kept getting weirder and weirder yeah. for them. He was like, yeah. And so, yeah, man. And so, we've been a constant. So when I got into that circle, mm-hmm. when he invited me to Rhapsody Session, 
and there was somebody else that wasn't eating meat because they had billionaire burger boys out there. They did. I was like, what am I about to eat? Yeah, they did. And but I'm, they had some good, they had a good, uh, was it a vegan burger then? Yeah. It was good. And so I was like, okay. Yeah. And then I started checking out your comedy from there. I was I was hooked. I played it cool, like, you know, yeah, yeah, murders, you know what I'm saying? But, because <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to be the guy making it awkward because that was the first time I met Ninth face to face, first time I met Rhapsody and you. And I was just like, and uh, no ID was no there. ID. So I'm, I'm guru, in there. Problem. It was a lot of internally. <laughs> I was like, my head exploded seventeen <laughs> times. And I was like, ninth what? Rap, Mers. I was getting shot up. Remember how this? I was getting shot up in training day. That was me. <laughs> But I was playing it cool, like, you know, because I didn't want to make it. Hey, man, who was this weird, excited dude in the studio? Because <laughs> I know the studio is a sacred space for y'all. So yeah. I didn't want to mess up no energy. I was just, I'm just happy to be happy here. To but, man. Yeah, I don't get invited to a lot of studio sessions. So I was I was like, okay, I'm going to be on my best behavior. Yeah. And I was like, I met Merge. <laughs> yeah, then I was like, man, and I became a fan. I was like, oh, this guy's. I'm glad you stuck around, man, because you could have been like, what's up, man? And then left oh, yeah, no, nah, now you're on my ringtones, my, my kids. Oh, you, you know? got the ringtones? Oh, I got all, I got, I wake up to the ducks, that's oh, my alarm, man, wherever on, I am, man. and then my text message is cram, and oh, then um, man, and skip that diddly D, that's my, my phone when people call. You my whole phone. My kids be in it. Pop pop is your daddy's phone. I'm like, skip that, skip that diddly D. I see, that's platinum hit, bro. That's like if Michael Jackson said he he in front of me right now. <laughs> That's <laughs> my heart. The double dot. I don't know why he said double dot in that song. <laughs> double dot. And then re remember the time. How double many kids dot. you got for those that don't know? I got three. Three, three kids. Three What's boys. the range? Eight. Sorry, I forgot. To, I wore this young lady's shirt and I was oh. a little short. I had to put on a bib in the car. So. Oh, you was eating? Yeah, I was eating. What'd you run. eat, man? Um, my, my wife, I, I, I calmed down, but I, they, it was so good. I was going to slap you, man. Huh? Some so, soba, mushroom, broccoli, mm. stir fry. You know, homemade, homemade with rice, or you just had it just the straight up soba noodles straight up. and the broccoli and um, mushroom. That sounds like a good time. It, it, I was, I was like, okay, I'm gonna slap Tony Baker, it's so good today, <laughs> but I've restrained myself, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't want to mess up this young lady's shirt she sent us on the internet. I'll take slaps if it's food related, <laughs> okay, because I get it. You know, I love food, I love you know, that means you had a good meal. Yeah, that's but like, if you slap me, I got to get in on the meal. meal. As well. Yeah, I get, and that's what I finished it before right. I got in here. I think that. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Taste like, this. <laughs> and then I'll be like, "Hey, oh, I see why." And then I would in turn slap somebody else. You keep Amir, the train to slap I, someone. I might have saved Amir from getting slapped. Yeah, because I would have reached over and like Mac slapped his mask <laughs> off. His mask would have went to your manager, and then he double Max. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, but I get the food slaps. I get it. So you had that today. That was your lunch break. Yeah, yeah. So I have three. I have three, three kids. Boys, three boys. Age ranges. Eight, three, and twenty-two months. Oh wow! You got a fresh one. I can't stand them. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they're cute as hell, man. I love. Do you them. agree? Since you fresh on the baby scene, fresh. do you agree that babies are trash? <laughs> I do not like babies. See, never have, never See? will. Babies are trash. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go even deeper with everybody and get really sad for a moment. We lost a baby after 10 oh, wow. months. 10 months, and my wife had to give birth to our baby, you know? Mm -hmm. And I thought that would change me. I just, I'm not built for it. So mm -hmm. like, I don't want people like, you don't know, I appreciate it. I love that I have live children. Nobody appreciates it more than me. Right. But I, God did not, I'm supposed to be out killing something, 
and bringing it back to the tribe, yeah. out fighting a war uh-huh. or do a warrior poetry because I might not have been large enough to fight in the wars, <laughs> but I could have been hyping niggas up. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. But I was not meant to be at the house with the motherfuckers okay. that cry about everything. So you be like, man. Wait, 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 how old is your oldest? Eight. So eight is a good time. Oh, yeah. he was, But he was a different kid. My yeah. kids... My kids are um, my my two youngest are um, they're they're I don't I want I don't know what to say mm-hmm. but my my oldest he was adopted so it was uh, you know I had him since he was two days old oh wow and he just hit me with you know he was hard mm-hmm. hard paws like for the uh, first two I was not 10, 10, 12 months there was a time where I looked down and said I fuck with you he, I fuck yeah I said, cool like that's got cussed because I said you know we got our adoption out of nowhere I was like if I was meant not to curse around this kid. God would have given me time to refine myself and become PG thirteen. <laughs> yeah. So even my my three year old today, he had, he told me like, some we watched something like, nah, f- fuck, fuck. Uh, oh, he said fuck team Umizumi. I said okay, why? He said because you don't like it. I was no. like, I know, but I'm gonna watch it because we were. I was sitting down eating their helping them eat their dinner. Yeah. On a little play mat. Uh-huh. And he's looked up and he's like, oh, fuck Timu. I was like, no. Nah. Because oh. he knew I was going to say it. Because yeah. I thought, I don't fuck with Timu. Fuck Timu. So there ain't no filters in your career. No. No. I just I just correct them on how to use the words. Like, right. he just, because he's, he's just throwing it around. I'm like, well, why'd you, because I asked him, I said, why? Mm-hmm. And he'll say, oh, because I was like, no, you don't use fuck like that. Yeah. You know? And he knows not to use it around anybody, you know, but me and his uh, mom and his okay. brothers. Yeah. Know? And I think it just teaches you control of the English language. Like yeah. my my oldest, when I was on the playground with him one time, mm-hmm. he said he fell and he said, "Oh fuck!" And I was like, "Hold on!" And I, I went into official parents like, "You can't say that." And he said, "Why?" Mm-hmm. And I said, "Because it's a bad word." Well, why? And I was like, I don't, I don't, "You can't say it till you're grown." Why? Mm-hmm. And I was like, "You know what? What is being grown? Are you adult just because you can curse?" I was right. Like, if you know how to use, especially being a black person, as much as we have to code switch, and I'm trying not to, mm-hmm. but. Is you know it's something that you're gonna have to learn. These right. words are for these people. Right. These words are not for these people. This you know. I was like, cool. Yeah. Just go. We're gonna go with it. It's a way to express yourself, uh-huh. and then hopefully you won't be fascinated later. Because as soon as my mom got in the car and closed the door, I was in the house. Fuck motherfucker. Yeah. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. So hopefully my kids don't think it's. Cool. cool. They just yeah. be like, yeah, been or cussing follow the wrong crowd. And, yeah, following the wrong crowd because oh that guy cusses. He's cool. Right. Yeah. He's like, I've been doing this yeah, cuss. Yeah. I've been about this cuss <laughs> life. Easy work since one. <laughs> Check this out, man. And the reason I want to clear this up for people that might have felt a certain way because I said babies are trash. They just don't do much. Oh, that's, that's why I say babies are trash. <sighs> they crying. They hold them. Feed them, hold them, feed them. There's no, there's no conversations being had. None, there's no, there's you, none you, of that. And if you formula, or if you're not breastfeeding, or if once they start eating, mm-hmm. you're paying for stuff to go in. Yeah. Then you're paying for the stuff to catch the stuff that comes out, yep. and then you throw it in the trash. Yeah. So babies, essentially, trash. Yeah, literally, they bring nothing to the table. Looks, they have looks. That's it. They be like, oh, but other than that, but that's so you don't. Throw them in the trash. <laughs> and then you get used to the looks. You just be like, all right, man. I'm that, over it. Everybody else is like, you know, but the baby phase is trash. Oh, yeah, if man. I if I could have skipped that, that little piece. Because when I think about my kids, I got two sons. I think about the glory days. The, 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 when were the glory days for you? I feel like they started getting fun around like six. Oh, wow. On up. Because, you, had, you, you know, so then, you did hard time. Then you can... You can talk. You can be. 
they tell you what they like. You know what I'm saying? It's it's more interactive. I yeah, I'd be like, tell me whatever you want, I will give it to you. Yeah, just be quiet. Mm-hmm. My main thing is just shutting up. I spend my last most of my day saying, shut the fuck up. I know my neighbors mm-hmm. think we're crazy. Like, shut the fuck up, bro. Shut. What is it? What <laughs> what what do you want? You tell the kids. This? Yeah, I'm like, shut the fuck up, man. Cut out all the. Bo- Cut out all that bullshit is another one. I'll cut mm-hmm. out the bullshit. Yeah. You don't need the tears, you know, because they're, they're, they're mama's boys. You know, they're, mm-hmm. ah, something don't work out. Ah, I'm mm-hmm. like, just shut up. What happened? Okay, I'll get you a new one of those. I'll fix that. Can we just be quiet? Right. Like, I don't care what you want. Right. Because they're also, they're vegan, babe. Like, they don't like, they don't get a lot of candy. They don't want anything mm-hmm. wild. Right. I And my oldest son's really, or middle son's really specific, like, I can't find the red card. Then just tell me, let's go pop up, let's go get up and find the red card. Yeah. And we'll go get it. Right. But all this shit in between, mm-hmm. I cut it out. The man. emotions, man. Yeah. But I guess they're, they're someone that people always try to explain it to me and being that like I'm vegan and my wife is very like stereotypical vegan. There's uh-huh. rocks or crystals, whatever you want to call them in the house. And yeah. They want to talk. This is his first time on this planet experiencing mm. this journey. Right. You you don't nah, fuck all that shit. <laughs> but I try to tell myself that every day. Right. Like, okay, you, you never, you don't know, understand frustration. Like, mm-hmm. this is the biggest frustration you ever had in your life. Right. Not knowing where this red car is. I have fucked your whole world up by mm-hmm. not having this there because you don't know what real chaos and real displeasure is like. Right. This is, so I try to, but I, I fail every day, man. The I, red? I, I, first thing I, Brother Ali taught me, first thing I pray for in the morning is forgiveness. Because mm-hmm. I know I've been a motherfucker to these kids <laughs> all day. <laughs> but they don't have to ask for forgiveness. God just forgives them for whatever. Right. They're, oh, yeah. Man, I'm now babies are trash. It's going babies are resonate. trash, man. That really resonates with me. It's a harsh thing to say. Babies are trash. I say that all the time. I say it on stage. They're cute, but they really bring nothing to the table. I look at long term. I look at the zombie apocalypse. The baby is going to be a hindrance. Look at the movie uh, Quiet Place. Once the, once oh, the baby came, like they they had oh wait there's the, them. so the movie Quiet Place because I don't watch horror films. Mm. The movie is about having to be quiet or you die. Yes, and then they introduced the baby to it. She gave birth. That was stupid. That was having to be quiet. Who who thought of that movie? And then Mm-mm. then she gave birth to the baby. Had to keep him quiet. So they had to set up at a no, little special. At no point basket. did they say. Let's just feed the snack. The baby, babies no. could be snacks in the zombie apocalypse. That's I mean, what babies you know become. What Essentially, at the end of the decoys day, decoys and snacks. When you look at the family dynamic, they already had other kids, older kids that can help out, that can carry stuff, that can help contribute. Right. When the monsters are coming, and you got to be like, somebody got to take one for the team. Who, who should take one for the team? A person that shits on itself. That's that's all I'm saying. I, all at all times. That's all I'm saying. That's the person that should have to take the. Cause, I don't cause, care. So then that goes to the elderly or people who have no control over their bowels. The baby can't contribute. No. The baby is only gonna get us killed. Yeah. It will slow us down. This is harsh. It's tough. It's harsh. It's a tough decision, but it's like, what do we do? Do we? Because then, yeah. Because then, if you die and the baby lives, then the baby's still gonna die. The baby gonna die regardless. <sighs> It's a t- it's tough. I know y'all sitting here like no no. This is real life. But aliens. <laughs> here. That's the thing is the person who wrote that movie needs to be kicked in the nuts. 
I think it was uh, that's, that's like Jim from The Office. Yeah. Yeah. He Did he write it? He should have stayed yeah, in The Office. It's Jim. Movie. Good like, movie though. Uh uh-uh, uh no. You can't. That's cheating. The point of that's like the point of the movie is to be quiet. Yeah. You can't introduce a baby and they don't know it, quiet. They, they just gave the element of like, what would you do? <laughs> they wanted you to have to make the touch. That was that's poor writing because that's the, that's the whole. What would it's you? It's poor do? writing because that was great. That was a cheat. That was a that was a, that's a slam dunk. Yeah. Like who we have this movie about being quiet. But it, she's pregnant and she's gone. Now you know who we're waiting for. And the alien we? was in the house when she was giving birth. Oh, it was birth. an alien. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these are alien monsters. They never really fully explained the origin of them. They came in on the comet or something like that. But Shamalama Ding Dong, Mike Shamalama You make noise, they pulling up. Do they pull up in saucers? Nah, they just come in raw, raw right. handed. Yeah, like they just bust in. They be running too. Like if you make a noise, mm-hmm. you best believe they gonna show up. They cranky old men as well. I like to call. <laughs> they're me. Yeah, <laughs> shut, <laughs> shut the noise up. Shut, shut the hell up. Hush. <laughs> that could have been the name of the movie. Shut the hell up, man. Hush. Yeah. We got questions, Sabrina? We do have yes. questions. Okay. We got question boards. Um, Tanya Smith, you know what? I'm going to stick with Tanya because her last name is a doozy. <laughs> um, no disrespect, Tanya. Uh, how long have you been married? Second time. Mm-hmm. Um, almost four years. Okay. Almost four years. You say second, y'all second. renewed your vows? Or no, this your I'm second second, this is my second marriage. Got gotcha. you. Okay. Yeah. Part Four two, years. part two, the yeah. sequel. Yeah, I guess it's not. I guess my marriage part two. It's not it's the same characters. New, what is it called? Um, re- it's a reboot. It's a, it's for you. It's a new season. Yeah, because you're the main character. Yeah, you're okay. the main character in, show, in, mm-hmm. yeah. in your show. So second season. New yeah, wife. Second season. new Unviv. The new young. <laughs> the new <laughs> Unviv. Is she light skin, dark skin yeah. Unviv? Yeah, light skin Unviv. Yeah, she's light skin Unviv. She's a Brazilian. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I'm just not. Yeah, she, how'd y'all meet? <laughs> Um, we met at a show in 2006. Okay. Mm. Um, I was doing a song off of 316 called The Rain. Oh, and, um, love that song, man. Yeah, Fonte singing the hook. Oh. But when I went on tour, Fonte, I couldn't have Percy Miracles. Uh-huh. So being that I was newly single at the time mm. and vegan and not drinking, my dare, you know, my extreme sport was mm. to make out with a different girl during the course every show. <laughs> Oh, every show. Every show. Yeah. And so. You did that in Brazil? No, it was she was going to school in. Um, oh, okay. At, uh, say, that's risky business that? in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, all they do. No, there's nothing in Brazil. They kiss everybody. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But that, you know. Yeah, right. At these days. Yeah. They got high rates over there in Brazil. Uh, What's that? So it's, uh, well, I can't think of, why can't I think of Virginia Tech? And we're performing in Roanoke, Virginia. Okay. At Awful Arthur's. April 6, 2006. Oh. And you remember the... The CFS. Yeah. yeah. She came up to the bus. She said hello. Took a picture with her friend. I don't even know if she wanted a picture. And then during the show, she said, you should do that song. And I said, okay. She didn't know this, but we did it every night. Uh-huh. So she set it up perfectly. You, you're a comedian, so... A lot of my stuff is stand-up comedy. Yeah. Until... I start to bomb, and then I can just throw in a knife on the beat. Track, yeah. You don't got that luxury. Nah, <laughs> you man. got let's cut into a song. <laughs> you ain't got no song. <laughs> yeah, I'm like DJ, save man. me every time. I don't have to have no material. I can just come with <laughs> only. You know, if you had, could only do the jokes you knew for sure, we're gonna yeah. slay. So she said, so she set me up with the, you know, I had a whole little intro to it before mm-hmm. I would talk about making out with someone in the crowd, and then drop the song. And Fonte's not here, and she just said, 
do that. You know, she trying to be what is it, like play Freebird, like the Leonard Skinner fans. Yeah. So oh, okay, you want to do that song? Well, I'm not doing that song unless you make out with me. Oh. And then. Oh. Then she, I, she, yeah. She came over. Yeah. Made so out? I, yeah. So I then during the hook, I kissed her. But every show afterwards, like I was vegan, not drinking, not smoking, mm-hmm. and not having sex the whole tour. So right. I was like, after every show, I would thank the lady, like, thank you, mm-hmm. take whatever you want from the merch booth, let's take a picture sign. I, wasn't, I never got nobody's number, I never went home with nobody. Right. It was part of the show, and me to have fun every night. Mm-hmm. And, and it was a good like crowd, the crowd was like, oh my God. Yeah. That's the funny thing about hip hop, we could talk about, you suck my D, you did this, and you did this, and I hit it from the back, and blah, blah, blah. But I got more flack for kissing the girls I didn't know mm. from rappers, like hardcore. Ew, really? You, you don't know what they got. She could have herpes. Wow. Like, nigga, you have a whole ass gun. Yeah. You kill people. <laughs> I kissed a girl I didn't know. Yeah. And I was a weirdo. Yeah. I'm always a weirdo. So you I'm wild. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm wild. <laughs> they would rather smash a chick than kiss one on the lips. Yeah, yeah, with the tongue. Live? Yeah. You didn't know her name? I saw you take down two women at the hotel after the show. Nah, man. You was kissing these ladies. In the mouth. In the mouth, bro. God forbid. You don't know her? Yeah, so then afterwards, she was the first girl to come up to me. I'm taking pictures with other fans, mm-hmm. and she grabbed me and kissed me. Oh. I said, whoa. She well, doubled up. Yeah, I said, okay. She paid it back. I said, okay, she's a bold woman. Yeah. I thought it was cute, so I actually got her number. I don't mm-hmm. know if she gave it to me or I asked her for it. Then I got on the bus and I had some kids that I had just signed to Warner Brothers from Atlanta, mm-hmm. and uh, they were they you know they called themselves the Ninja Turtles and I was Master Splinter. Okay. And so they'd be like, "Boss, boss, or Master," like <laughs> so they're like, "Boss, what happened to that? What happened to that girl you were talking to, the tall girl?" And I was like, "I don't know. She's some Brazilian girl. <gasps> She's Brazil. That's a hundred points, boss." And I was like, "Points." <laughs> impressed with Brazil. And I was like, "All right. Well, you know what? I haven't shown these guys any rap." Mm-hmm. activity the whole tour right let me i'm gonna go see this girl mm-hmm. 85 dollar cab to virginia tech from roanoke one cab in the whole city because oh, wow. took it out there and i read to her and then we went to sleep i brought the book i was reading and i read to her and then i went to sleep that's romance yep. that's adorable that's a that romantic comedy scene right mm-hmm. there and things happen and blah 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 and then, yeah um and uh we didn't work out that time oh okay. short story mm-hmm. I went off, got married, adopted a kid, mm-hmm. got divorced, and we, you know, tried it again. Our path, our, our paths crossed. I'll, I'll leave wow. it like that. And so we got round two. And we had, um, we, you know, we started off really hard, tragic when we lost our first son, mm-hmm. and then uh, we're two, two more deep in the game now. That's mm-hmm. dope. Living, yeah, living in Inglewood. Quarantinglewood, as we have been known to call it. Are you from Mid-City? Born and raised. Born and raised. Mm-hmm. You put me on to the Mid-City area of L.A. on, uh, I think it was 316 or Murray's Revenge. It was one of those albums when you said Mid-City Living. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what song was that? You I don't know. But I, I think it was on, I think it was on 316 on one of those songs. Song, yeah. And you was like Mid City, and I was just like Mid City, and then I didn't really process it because I wasn't living in L.A. then. So when I came out here, and I was at the Comedy Union on Pico, ah, by oh, Roscoe's, hood. yeah, that's my hood. That's and right it says Mid City, and yeah. I was like, Yo, this is what Murs is talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's <laughs> you know, right in my hood. That's where I yeah, Pico all day. Yeah, day so I was like, Oh, this is where he's from. 
Yeah, it was gritty over there in Mid City. Yeah, it's getting a little bit. I can't afford to live there, and that's why I live in Inglewood. But they they priced me out of there. Inglewood is cheaper than Mid City. Oh yeah, Mid City is up there now. It's, they put a divider in the street because yeah. now there's dividers in front of the comedy club and mm-hmm. um, in front of because it used to it went, used to be called Mixed Nuts. It used to be called yeah, yeah. But there wasn't no divider there, so you know dudes used to be able to pull up two 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 and then bust you and get out of there. Mm. When the white people start moving in, they put in dividers, so there's no more drive-bys. They took Okie Dog where all the niggas can hang out, moved that down the street. Like, they just... That Okie Dog is going there? Yeah, it's down by the Lowe's. It's down past um, um, past La Brea. They they wanted us out of there and put some condos where Okie Dog was. Roscoe's is about to move back to the original place on Washington and La Brea. Yeah, they want no N-words allowed. Dang, yeah. man. But my, we here to stay like rock and roll, though. My grandparents lived there. I was, you know, born there. Mm. Well, we not going nowhere. And then I'm going to buy a house over there just in case. For those of y'all that are not familiar with the Mid-City area, if you've seen the movie Baby Boy, and they go to that little, uh, what's the name, Lucy's? Yeah. They go to that drive through in Lucy's. <sighs> That's Mid-City. If you eat the meat, <laughs> let me tell you, you get the fish sandwich there 24 hours a day. Oh man! My grandfather, being from Florida, uh-huh. was very serious about his fi- fish. Yeah, he had his first surgery, and it was my day to take care of him. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, a little hood kid. I would, I'm so like, I would not. I had a car, but I didn't learn to drive till later. So I just walked down to Lucy's, mm-hmm. got him a fish sandwich, brought it back, and my, my, you know, my family. Some of my family was like, "You brought him food from where?" Yeah, and he, Nicholas, where'd you get that? And I was like. <laughs> Because every out of town I know, be like fish sandwich from Lucy, yeah. fish sandwich from Lucy. So I had, you know, I don't eat fish, so I was like, it has to be good, and right? I ain't going, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right. Did you like it? Oh yeah. So yeah, Lucy. That Lucy's is a staple. Orange Bang. I don't know if you, it's not too many vegan options, so I, you can't. Yeah, you can't really. Yeah. How long have you been vegetarian? <sighs> vegetarian since 1993, off and on. Oh wow. Depending on how much money I had, but yeah. 93, I turned 16, and I walked straight into McDonald's, ordered my last Big Mac, and that was the last time I had beef. What what made you decide? Someone told me a story about Elvis. I had stopped eating pork because of public enemy. Okay. And that was hard because my mother was like, you know what that mean, no? I, you know, I'm, I came in with Chuck D, Farrakhan, yeah. Flavor Flav told mm-hmm. me. And she said, okay. Yeah. Black mother, okay. So you don't like no pepperoni pizza? I'm like, that's not pork, that's pepperoni. That's why that's pork what I is just pork too. chops. I thought it was just, yeah. I, I thought it was just chops. pork chops, and then they hit me with the pepperoni dagger. I was like, wait, <laughs> what? Like I wasn't ready for pepperoni. <laughs> nah, to my knees got weak. Man, <laughs> and then she said ham. I said, oh, come on, man. yeah, just, you, you make it ribs. Stuff up. Yeah, <laughs> it was no Wikipedia to check. No, nah, because so it was like because I gave up pork in '91. Because my brother went Muslim. Oh, and then I was like, what, what, the, the pepperoni. Like that was the. <laughs> No, yeah, just, don't take just, this from me. You sure? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. So, but then you know, you get defiant because you're becoming a young man, or, yeah, you know, almost a teenager. So I was like, all right, well, pepperoni, yeah, you know? cool. And I already given up fish, mm-hmm. and and then when it came time for beef, someone told me a story about Elvis dying with like 43 pounds of beef in his colon. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm good, yeah, I'm good. And then uh, after that, I, started, I was eating chicken like a couple months after that. I was just looking at the tendons. That's and I was like, ah, looking at the that, yeah. I was like, nah, I'm I'm good. And then that's when my grandfather and my they all jumped. You know, black family. Mm-hmm. Well, God gave you dominion over of these course. animals. You not God's creations ain't good enough for you, boy. Mm-hmm. 
So you had to weather the storm oh. solo oh. for the switch. And you did it in 93? Yeah, that's 93, yeah. That, that's 93 crazy. beef, chicken. And I was, you know, depending back then, depending on how broke I was, because after that, my mom kicked me out, or she didn't kick me I left home. Sorry, mama, she don't like when I say that. Yeah. I left home. I didn't kick you out. I yeah. saw what you said. Yeah, exactly. She she cause she watches. She gonna watch it. She, yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah. My mom is invested. Yeah. If you didn't fix that, she was gonna hit you up. Why do you keep telling me? So people I chose I to leave home to pursue yeah. my rap career mm-hmm. at about 16, 17. Okay. And sometimes you couldn't, there was no vegan meals. You could only eat French fries, mm-hmm. 99 chicken sandwich. I had to do it. Right. I was in Germany with no money, somebody buying me chicken nuggets at McDonald's. But as I, you know, right before I met my wife the first time in 2006, I really got gone full vegan. I was off and on vegetarian. And I was like, you know, I have money now, I got yeah. stability. Right. There so, it is. So, yeah, that's, I've, been, I've been fooling around, but, um, Predominantly, then since '93, I've wow. been trying. That's a long time. That is a long time. I was in high school '93. Yeah, same. Yeah, I was in high school. The Fugitive came out that year. You know the Fugitive. <laughs> Why do the you Fugitive, know that? One? Cool oh, Runnings. He knows. <laughs> cool Give him a Runnings year. came out that year. He the Beverly Hillbillies. Dougie Doug dropped <laughs> on it. Dougie Doug was out <laughs> in about '93. Bro, I guess cause I know Cool Runnings. Yeah, because when I had dreadlocks, that's all people would yeah. so, associate. Cool Runnings. That was a hit. That was a smash. You that know what was. Yeah, they man. were out of here. Mm-hmm. And then you ain't heard from Dougie Doug or the Jamaican bobsled team. Man, I like Dougie Doug was killing for a while. Oh, yeah. He was like he was on class the, act. Class Cosby act. Cool, the Cosby joint. The hanging with the homeboys before that. Oh, hanging like, with Yo, the homeboys. You remember that? Yes. Not a lot of people know about that movie, man. man. That's what I want to say about you is I didn't really get into I didn't I like Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. I didn't like a lot of black comedy. Like I don't I don't know if people know this is about black folks, but every era where there's a comedian, everyone in school would talk like so I was in the Martin era. I don't think yes. I've ever watched a whole episode of Mark because really? every Negro at my school Everybody was, was up? And I, yeah. I was like, oh, I can't go. I get it. That's why I didn't mm-hmm. listen to gangster rap after a while. I was like, I, I live this every day. And people mm-hmm. used to make fun of me because I watched 90210. I was like, I need to escape. Right. Like, people die, fight at this school every day. I'm surrounded, mm-hmm. but I do not want to listen to it. I do not right. want to go home and watch it. I don't even, I see black people every day. When I turn on my TV, I don't want to see any more black people. Right. At least the not the ignorant kind or yeah. cheesing and yelling and screaming. I'm like, I'm, do- I'm done. You was fed up. You I was, was like, fed. all right. Because then they always talk during class. Like, I went to yeah. public school, so everybody's doing a joke from In Living Color. No one had any original material. And, yeah. But now, you were like that for a whole generation. <laughs> like, yeah, the shoes. Man, you know? It's like everything. What in the hemo? Like, mm. everyone has that tone when they talk. Like, you have influenced the tone of comedy of black crazy. America. And I pick it, I catch myself doing it. Uh, I said my kids are doing it. Like, it's really, uh, it's an amazing thing. That's crazy. But man. I sign on because you have an intelligent form of comedy. It's 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 cerebral, still basic. It's, it's classic. Thanks, and, man. And new at the same time. You're doing yeah. a new medium. It's kind of it's kind of like what Knife does or something with sampling. Like, you find something that already exists right. and give it new life. Oh, yeah, and nice, man. That's the talent. Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate it. You, you, uh, what I liked about you early on when I listened to that uh, three sixteen, you felt like a human being in your raps. It wasn't like you was just because you know, like you said, with the gangster rap, it could be kind of one dimensional. Yes, like fuck these bitches, fuck these hoes. We be shooting niggas, and it just time. be like, all right, what do you, what you have for dinner last <laughs> night? Or like, you know, what, what was your favorite cartoon growing up? With you. You were painting these pictures of just like, 
being human, being a real person, being non-affiliated to the gang life, but still, you know, being down for yours. And like, I was like, this guy <laughs> feels like an actual person, like the whole. an actual man, not a caricature of what black life is in hip hop. So yeah. I was like, this Thank guy you. right here. Even when you told the story and uh, the... Uh, What's the one where the, the beat changes? Oh, Walk the Like a Man. Oh, bro. You painted the whole visual of of what happened that day, and it was just like, this is just Thank you, genius. Man. It's all like merge. And, and once once I connect with an artist, you stuck with me. Oh, thank you. I'm glad. Because mm-hmm. I'll I be pulling up like, yeah, that, that 316. So everything you was doing after that, I'm like, merge. Ever since. Yeah, and you've been, your, your debut was what, 97? 97. Dang, when I left my mother's home, how old I was you in '97? So you was you was you wasn't even you was, was what nineteen? Nineteen, yeah. I had like a couple other tapes, but that was my first album. Yeah, but yeah, we went to we went to Europe in '96, April of '96. Mm-hmm. That's why I called my mom like I'm not going to school. I was just turned eighteen. I was like I'm I'm about to go to Europe on tour. Who was you with? Um, my homie's Mystic Journeyman and the Grouch. Mm-hmm. And my home, I, my, I was living with a Japanese. No, I hadn't started. I did a song with this Japanese exchange student named Arata. Okay. De La Soul had just dropped um, Balloon mm-hmm. Mind State and had the microphone pager with the dudes rapping in giant Chinese. Yes. Long Island. Them? No. It was another random dude that was in Berkeley one day. And one of my homies saw him and he was trying to find some weed. Didn't really speak English, but he wanted to smoke. And then... He just made him rap with us. Wow. And he was high. We had weed. Yeah. And he had just come from Jamaica, so he's comfortable <laughs> around black folk. Right. He came from Osaka to do foreign exchange in Japan and do reggae. What? And somehow got kicked out of Jamaica, ended wow. up in Berkeley, mm. and met us on the street because we out there selling tapes. And it just... So we did a song about cyberspace taking control and the internet taking over in mm. 19... It was 96... Wow. In the year 2000, you remember, with only four years left, and we were, yeah. and he kicked it in Japanese, I kicked it in that, and I had one song, and they're like, you want to go to Europe on tour with us? You could do that song with Arata, we taking Arata, and I was living with, uh, no, I wasn't, I wasn't living, I lived with him when I got back, uh-huh. but I was like, we were performing that song at open mics, me and him, mm-hmm. and so we went on tour to Europe, me rapping in English, him rapping in Japanese, a language that no one in the crowd spoke, <laughs> and then I was like, y'all ready for Mystic Journeyman? And we slept. I slept in an abandoned building one night. It was rough. And when I got back, my mom said, "You ain't got. You can't come back here when you come home. So figure it out." Oh man! So then eventually, I moved in with Arata, and I saved up my money in '97. I dropped my first album. Wow! On tape. What was the name of it? For real, like for real. But my, cause my uncle Jordan with the yeah the F, in yeah it, my uncle will always <laughs> say like you know we were little ghetto kids though. He would say something. We go me and brother frill, 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 frill. And you know, a lot of people in my family were non-believers. So I said, you know what? My first thing is gonna be like, this is frill. This is yeah, this is frill. Wow, I'm doing this. That's crazy, man. And your mom is gonna watch this interview and be like, I didn't tell you you couldn't come back. Oh yeah, she uh, she likes to say a lot of things. Be, be ready but for that. But if mom it wasn't for that. my mother, yeah, I wouldn't be here. Literally, wouldn't be here. And during this pandemic, I've had to humble myself uh-huh. and like really lean on her for a lot of support, financial, moral, babysitting. Because you know, I lost my whole whole job for twenty something years. And you tour heavy. Yeah. So like, yeah, when I'm at Ninth, I was doing two hundred shows a year. Damn. When rappers weren't doing shows, we yeah. just, they didn't know what merch was. I had a merch booth, and they were like, "Huh? 
Would you go? You easy touch? You, that was another. You you touch your fans? You take what? Mm -hmm. This is before camera phones. I stayed on. You sign stuff and yeah. you got t-shirts. How do you get t-shirts? You got you got a clothing line. No, it's like t-shirts. Like you know, like right. we learned from punk bands. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I was like, this is what you do. Mm -hmm. I learned because those the, punk bands were touring. Rappers didn't tour. They right. collected their album sales and their radio money. They didn't go on a tour bus. <laughs> yeah, I was like, they okay. didn't want that money. No, because they had good, you know, CD sales. Wow. You but I, I heard even then, they weren't getting that much from the CD sales. Yeah, depending on who you were. If you were an indie deal. rapper, you would definitely oh, get your okay. money. Yeah. But if you were someone else, they were the label would make enough money to front you. And then publishing. Mm. that pub, Those publishing deals and checks were good enough. And they didn't take the time to see how much money they can make on the road. Yeah. And to their credit, rappers weren't getting booked for a while. Okay, because like they were scared to... Yeah, people were getting shot. Fresh yeah. Fest, people was getting shot up. So a lot mm -hmm. of insurance companies wouldn't cover a venue if they were going to have a rap show. And then they didn't know the difference between gangster rap and what we did. Right. So we kind of slid in. It was like hieroglyphics, atmosphere, ICP, Tech 9, Living Legends, Company Flow, LPs, early stuff. Like We kind of yeah. slid in like we are a different kind of rap. If you yeah. give us a chance, and they're like, oh, okay. Okay. Oh, all right. These these guys just want to smoke weed and sell T-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> and so we started <laughs> they had building. To make sure y'all was safe. Yeah, we were at South by Southwest before. We were the only black thing at South by really? Southwest. Yeah, it was damn. Southwest Southwest didn't have nothing to do with rap. Shout out to um, Hip Hop Mecca Productions because they brought us down to Austin. Wow. In the in the mid '90s and late '90s, and you know, it was three three rap groups and one night of rap at all the South, and you can't even imagine that now. But and they still once once South by Southwest blew up, they were still rocking with y'all heavy. Nah, did not they, heavy. Nah, I, you know, I can get a show. It was too good for y'all after, after. It's just they too many choices. I don't want to, mm, you know. Okay. With the market was yeah. saturated by right. that. But yeah, I've been. I turned twenty at South by Southwest. I'm forty three. I had my twenty first birthday party at South by Southwest. I had because it's in March. All the I didn't know they were around that long. Yeah, so I've been. We were we pioneered a lot of stuff. We were, yeah, we were touring overseas. That's how we got our deals and things because mm -hmm. I, my first record deal was in Japan. Cause no one, but then we didn't have Instagram, so nobody believed me. Yeah, niggas mm -hmm. in my hood was like, "Oh, Nick is lying. Mm -hmm. You can't go to, to Europe unless you sign. Mm -hmm. He lying. He lying." And I'm like, "I don't, you know, because <laughs> I'll tell you, like, I wasn't eating, so I was like." I'm gonna buy a disposable camera, or I'm gonna buy this, this six piece McNugget. You gotta get the six piece. Yeah, McNugget. I gotta get that six. piece. You gotta get the McNugget, man. The boot shaped McNugget. <laughs> yeah, the it's always that boot. And I was, one. you know, I was a a, a a hood nigga for real. Like I wasn't going, I wasn't trying nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, I had the, uh, the the Japanese home. We went to Europe. We went to Europe. He tried. We were trying to describe to the German people. We were in Cologne, Germany. I'll never forget. They mm -hmm. had a Mexican restaurant, and being like, you know, inside, I'm part Chicano, like. Yeah, you from LA? Yeah, it's part of my culture. Yeah. You know, so I saw a Mexican and I was like, okay. Yeah. Let's go. I sat down and I didn't eat beef for sure. And I was like, you guys have any chicken? And they described, you know, we start flapping. They said flapping. <laughs> they said Putin flesh. Mm. I didn't like the sound of it. I was yeah. Like, that just sounded like you poop. Didn't know. The German language is <laughs> it's rough. So to hear, like, yeah. ooh, oh, so everything like, sounds harsh. Yeah, Putin flesh. Yeah. I was like, nah. <laughs> I swear the Japanese homie, he would eat anything. Yeah. I was so hungry. Hareheta, that's how I learned Japanese through him. Hareheta mm. no mimono, that's juice and hung, I'm hungry. So I was like, he's like, hareheta, hareheta. I was like, you Putin flesh? He's like. Yeah, he was down for it. Bro, mm -hmm. I had never seen nobody run. He was holding his whole ass oh. and ran out of that place 30 minutes into our meal. 
What? What was it? It was pheasant. Oh. I said, I don't want to hear. What is a pheasant? Because yeah. they described like turkey. Mm-hmm. They showed a picture. And I said, like I said, I heard Putin flights. And yeah. I, I said, I'll be an ignorant nigga. I'm nope. Right. Nah. <laughs> and he ran out of there. <laughs> what would you eat? I don't even. I probably fries and rice. Okay. I mm-hmm. ate a lot of fries and rice. Oh, fries and rice. Yeah, give me fries and rice. That's a good time. Yeah. I mean, you ain't, you're not getting a lot of nutrients, but. Hey, it was three weeks. I you made can it. You trust it. Yeah. And I was still eating dairy at the time. So I'm like, we would go. I was, you know, because even, even back in the States, because I was not living with my mom, I was mm-hmm. stealing stuff from the grocery store. So put some cheese in your pants and some yeah. bread. I was going to German grocery store. Oh, you was risking it overseas? Oh, wow. I'd be scared to commit crime overseas. Yeah. Man, you got, you'd be surprised, bro. Because I, I used to do graffiti and I saw the graffiti writers. I was like, let's go out bombing. I was like, okay, well, what, what happens if we get caught? Yeah. What do you mean? It's just someone's property. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? I just, you, what, it's not it's not a big deal. That's why you go to Germany, you see a bunch, because they're, they're not going to waste their government's dollars mm. on locking up people who like to oh. write on walls. That's why legit. would we taxpayer like, I'm not scared okay. of graffiti vandals. Yeah. Would, why would I want, but now we're, I, if you send somebody to jail for a year for writing graffiti, that's what, fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000? Yeah. Taxpayer dollars? So, and that's why Germany's doing a lot better than America us, does love incarceration. Yeah. And, that's our, and it's not our money. They charge us the bill they to do. keep us safe from these artists. And I love graffiti. Yeah. The, if you get on a train in Germany or anywhere in Europe, the walls are beautiful. Uh, and because they can do it around the trains, yeah. you don't see it too much on personal businesses because they're giving the children an outlet or the or the artists an outlet where they can be seen. And there's respect. There's, no, there's nobody killing each other over mm-hmm. it. It's, it's a lot more calm. And so I was like, what do you, what do you mean? It's yeah. someone's property. It's just, like, it's, just uh, it's just property. You didn't kill anybody. Are they going to take me to jail? Right. And their police don't have guns. It's a whole. Maybe I would still overseas. I mean, <laughs> well, Germany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It depends on the country. Country, yeah. <laughs> but I yeah. mean, like the whole thing is like what dudes are getting. You know what they are still protective of is obviously with ASAP Rocky and the BS he went oh, through. Oh yeah. Freddie yeah. Gibbs, like they're protective of their women. And at that time, mm. I was still very pro-black street nigga. I was like, I didn't have sex with white girls till oh something. <laughs> I was torn for nothing but white folks. I nope. Yeah. I would tell them to their face, I don't do white girls. Mm. I know you take that somewhere else. No, no, thank you. Mm. Because I got a Mike Tyson tattoo. I always remember they will get your ass. <laughs> they will That's funny. act up if you want to. Mm. And overseas, I was like, no, nope. yeah, mm-hmm. no. Because once you get trapped in the, oh, I couldn't imagine that overseas stuff looks so scary. I remember uh, Freddie Gibbs had a situation overseas. Yeah, ASAP. Uh, you know, Slick Rick been battling. Oh, yeah. The immigration thing for mad long. Yeah, so I don't want to like, mess around. Mm. Yeah, Doom. And now 21. Some... Huh? 21 Savage, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, right. Yeah. They tried to deport him. Yeah. Like, man, yeah. you can't come back. Yeah, I'm I heard they. Like... I heard the, some of the Doom legends that, you know, he was a British citizen. Mm-hmm. When he'd been here since a kid. And then when they went to deport him, London was like, you didn't never really lived here, so you can't be here either. Oh, oh. snap. So it's like. Yeah. Where you, where you going to go? And that's my thing was too is like leaving another country. I was never worried about anything. I was yeah, like, mm-hmm. if you they do not want to keep you, mm-hmm. you can get, you getting out of Germany if you don't do any crimes while you're there. Smooth, sailing. smooth. <laughs> I cannot have my passport. I'm like, look, I just want to go home. Go get on. him out of here. I'll get him around. I got my idea. No, we gonna get going. <laughs> but we had, in in Australia one year we had somebody like me and my homeboy. We had two girlfriends in Australia. One mm-hmm. of my first girlfriends, and I was so sad to leave her and. 
we come to the airport and then we get to the custom, the big Australian guy, hey, mate, you have a good time? Yeah, man, just leaving my girlfriend. Mm. Oh, you think you're going to come back? Yeah, man, I can't wait to get back seeing my girl. He took the, the little envelope opener, pried my picture open, and damaged the whole passport and said, good luck with that, mate. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, yo. Trash. Yo, I was like, oh, my God. Trash. Yeah. So that, I was like, yeah. But as far as like going, and also, too, being from L.A., like, Stories I grew up hearing and the small amount of time I spent in L.A. jail for my 24 hours. Mm. I was like, can't be nothing. Like, when you go, that's why I go even to other states before gangbanging was worldwide. Mm. I'm like, I'll go to jail in Texas, really. Yeah. Because I don't got to worry about fighting the, with the, the, the South Siders, the Mexicans, and yeah. I don't got to worry about fighting with Bloods and Crips. Yeah. You just go to jail? That's mm -hmm. the worst that could happen to me is I go to jail? We just sitting in there? All right. Yeah. All right, Montana. Yeah, like. Throw me in there. there. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Uh, let's go. <laughs> but L.A. County Jail, I've been scared of my whole life. Because you hear so much, and there's so many different cliques, and, and everybody's yeah. beefing with everybody. It's politics, bro. I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not okay. Twin and it's, Towers. And it's, yeah, and it's over, always overcrowded, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't, you know, it takes you, well, it's going to take you 24 hours, cuz, before they even process you, my nigga. You're going to have to stand up on the wall like this. I'm like, No. And I was like, and why do you tell it with so much so excitement? Man, this is what it is, cuz. Yeah, I'm like, nah, I'm not with any of that, bro. Yeah. You were too. The one night I spent there, I came home, I wanted to get rid of my lowrider bike. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to listen to no gang. I was like, nah, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really okay. <laughs> That's a, yeah. But so, yeah, when I go overseas, I'm like, I ask, like, okay, overseas I ask, but, mm -hmm. but yeah, Montana, let's go. You've probably go. been everywhere in the world. I've been a lot of at places. At this point in time. I'm sure you've been. Yeah, during the, that was one thing that during the pandemic, I was like, if I don't get my job back, mm -hmm. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. It's I, coming back, though. It's yeah, it's coming back. back. I told my mom, I'm not my mom, my wife, I told her because she's a mom. I was like, my dream is to send you and the kids wherever the fuck you want to go, mm -hmm. and I will stay right here. I do not want to see TSA, Clear, <laughs> LAX, yeah. JFK. I'll stay right here. I've seen it all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they can go. Clear is clutch, too. Clear I don't do. I clutch. couldn't do the total recall. Did you do the total recall? Nah. With the eyes, where you put your eyes on the thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you did that. Y'all did that. I do the yeah. eyeball because the eyeball. Are you okay? Because my finger never worked, and so I would just do the eyeball. Yeah, do the eyeball. <sighs> yeah. They they treat me like an old man that don't want to get a you Facebook account. Me? No, I'd be like, give my two fingers. <laughs> my, my fingers would never work on clear. So I'd be like, are you the alien? From Quiet Place? Maybe, though. Because it, it was like, every time I go up there, I'd be like, just give me that ball. So I'd just be looking in. And then it, does it feel, can you feel it? Nah, nah it's just, you just looking. Yeah. Does it give you the vaccine? What happens? Yeah, man? that's it. That. Stay, you are you sterile? I had to. Mm -hmm. That's a, a touchy-choppy topic. I think about it every day. Yeah. I seen my homie's mama um, in Lemur Park, and she was like, uh-uh, Nicholas, uh-uh. I know you didn't. Like, if you know me, mm -hmm. and I had to, Ugh. That's hard. It's hard. It's a harsh one. Isn't it? Yeah, you know, it happens. Yeah. Did you? Nah. Yeah. You're safe, bro. Be safe. <laughs> it sound like the opposite. Be safe out here. Yeah. I didn't. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just waiting it out, feeling it out. Yeah. I don't. I don't judge. I don't judge anybody either way. It's a. It's Me a either. fucked up. Just it's like, a fucked up yeah. position to be in. Yeah. I'm cool either way. But for me, like, also, like, I was telling my wife, like, you know, for. At the core of my sensibilities, and sorry if that offends anyone, but I'm a crip. Like, I grew up with nonsense. Like, you yeah. know, I'm with all the bullshit. Like, if whatever's going to happen to me is going to happen. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. being a black kid in L in L.A., I was, yeah. 
you know what? I got to do this to go make... Because I like... I did a show for the LA Galaxy on Saturday, mm-hmm. and they hired me, and it was a big check, and there's also something, aside from the money, I've been wanting to do, because I love yeah. soccer, and I love my team, mm-hmm. and I love to touch people, and I love to be out there, you know? And what happened during the pandemic is I got the flu. Mm-hmm. During, when everybody's wearing masks, I still got the flu. Yeah. And then I gave it to my kids, and I watched my 22-month-old, even though they're trash, mm-hmm. and I, lo- I love them more than of anything. Course. Put, of course. They're the most precious trash in the world. Oh, absolutely. They're great trash. They <laughs> start throwing up on each other. Oh. Like, just, like stand by me. Yeah, stand by me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no. And then my wife was sick. And then I was uh, like, I can't, whatever this is, if I'm going to be the one to go out and bring stuff in, yeah, I got to try my best. I understand best that 100%. To, to mm-hmm. be like, you know, like, I, you know, and plus I like I like touching my, like, there's no reason for me to do this. I don't obviously don't do this for the money because I would have mm-hmm. started rapping about nonsense a long right. time ago right. i do this for the connection with people so like when yeah. people want to hug me and touch me i want to hug them and touch them mm-hmm. and know that i'm not right. giving them anything and you know mm-hmm. and i just want to be in the mix i can't not be in the mix i'm the same way yeah exactly it the was same. like i'm just i figured that out when i did my first road show in sacramento people came to the show and uh i had came out she was selling merch and i came out there in between the first show and the second show and people were like oh I'm taking pictures. I'm hugging mm-hmm. people. I can't help it. I can't. Because right. I'm like, yo, they excited. I'm excited that they excited, you know, because, you know, they don't have to be excited. They don't yeah, have to give a damn. It's a blessing. So I'm just like, oh, man, I can't not. I immediately, if you're a fan, I immediately turn it up. Mm-hmm. Immediately. No matter what I'm feeling in that exact moment, that fan is going to get the, man, Tony was yeah. really he yeah. was nice. So it's going to be a good story. That. Because I mm-hmm. would hate the opposite. Because when you want off day, yeah. man, I seen Tony, man, he had a little ass. He kind of brushed me off, man. Mm-hmm. I was a fan of him for mad long, man. Man, fuck that dude, man. <laughs> Boom. And then it's going to keep spiraling. Oh, you like this shit, man? Tony Baker, man, I used to like him. Mm-hmm. They going to hold yeah. on to that negative story for 40 spread years. Spread it around. Yep. Right. Yeah, that's... So I'd rather have it to wear. Man, Tony was... And you, you hit me with something else that... Sabrina sells your merch. Mm-hmm. That's another thing my kids robbed me of. Multiple things. My bed. I've been sleeping on. The, I've been sleeping on the couch for three years. I just made it back into my bed. Really? They robbed me of my merch, girl. <laughs> oh yeah. man! Ain't nothing like having a beautiful woman to sell you. Hawk your wares. People. You pull put up a good-looking woman on the front line of that merch. You're selling out. And see, and the thing is, even if did I, I sell out second Except for like one size. It's always that one size. What, what just, size is it for y'all? It was like triple X or double. Yeah, I don't even big, talk big. to Victor about triple X. He hates yeah. that outward. It's always that one size that gets overlooked. But it, you know what's funny? A lot of people were asking for four X. Oh. Yeah. So I was just like. They be asking for the big size. They be, yeah, they wanted extra, extra, extra big. Four mm. X. Yeah. I guess big people like to They're like, what's too? the biggest oh, yeah, size? Sure. I was like, three X. Like, ah, oh, it's not going to fit. I'm yeah. Like, oh, I get shoot. that a lot. Really? You ain't got no 4X in there? I'll be like, uh-huh. Man, see, I got to get bigger fans. That's, I'm a big fan of you, Tony Baker, but literally, do you have a 4X? <laughs> like you, right. The 4X like, I got online. But normally, I don't take them take on the road. Them normally, on the road, it'd be like double X is small. Yeah, that's... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there'd be... You know, I, I'm okay with telling one person every other few cities. Like, yes. hey, sorry, we didn't have 3X, but it's online. Mm-hmm. Man. But yeah, they took my merch person because even when the women find out that that's your wife, then they want to buy more. Absolutely, mm-hmm. like oh, women uh, support wives, you know, and mothers. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Facts. Absolutely. These babies come and cost you money, mm-hmm. and then they take they your take number one sales representative 
off of the circuit. Yep. Oh, <laughs> when I get home, I'm going to kiss y'all. Like, I come home <laughs> and they just want like, Dad, they wake up in the morning, Dad, I'm a cheetah. And I'm like, oh, that's the best thing ever, man. That's the <laughs> Cheetahs, man. Cheetahs are fantastic, man. I'm a baby cheetah. Let's eat some grass. They fast. Yeah. They're in the record books. Yeah, bro. I'm Speaking baby. of record books. Oh, shoot. Nice little segue. Okay, let's see how You are in the record books. I was, yes. You were? Oh man! So you, if y'all don't know, Murs was in the record books for rapping for twenty four hours yes. straight. Yeah. Now does that include? Were Were you taking breaks and be like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Or is it like, you get wait? How How is that set? Guinness up? Guinness has a whole set of rules. Mm -hmm. Costs a lot of money to get a monitor. Mm -hmm. You got to fly out individual witnesses. Oh wow! Um, if you want the plaque on the day, you got to have fly someone else out and pay this fee. And, um, this is this is this is stuff we never it, knew about. It man, when you marathon anything, it's mandated by Guinness that you have to take a five minute break every hour. Mm -hmm. You can bank your minutes, so you can do a six hour run and then take a thirty minute break. Okay. So I would do a three hour run and take a fifteen minute break. Mm -hmm. Three hour run, take a fifth. But what they don't tell you is that it adds up. So I ended up rapping for twenty six hours, not twenty four, because of all the breaks that I had to take. Right. But yeah, you can. You can take a drink. You can't stop rapping for longer than eight seconds. And during that three hours, during the time you're on the mic. So you did, you did all that for 26 hours. Yeah. And then what I what I would tr I would try it out on Twitch because I've been on Twitch for almost like whew, five years, six almost six years now. Uh -huh. And I use that as a testing ground for that because we weren't really doing numbers on Twitch because I was trying to play video games and nobody. People were like, rap. And I was like, who wants to see me rap? Right. Twitch is for video games. Yeah. And then, what do you know? I rap for 24 hours, and I got 10,000 followers, Snoop Dogg talking about it, Wiz Khalifa. So I, that, mm. but I was trying it out, mm. and I was seeing the progress even then. So I would test it out for four hours on my Twitch stream, mm. and I did eight-hour rap sessions. And what found out is that I thought I'd be thirsty. I would lose my voice. Mm. I was nervous about all kinds of stuff, and it was my neck that hurt the most because mm. you're doing this. Right. And I can't not do this. Right. And so I had that. Um, I was doing it for a Boost Mobile campaign. They brought me in as a consultant. I put together a show called Where You At LA. I was interviewing different people. We had Dame Dash, YG, blah, blah, blah. Like Arsenio Hall kind of thing mm -hmm. for rappers. And they would go over and perform with the band. And they'd come back, ask some questions. And they was all streamed on Boost Mobile devices to advertise the Unlimited plan. They're like, we need something to kick this off. I was like, Unlimited? Y'all should get somebody to rap for 24 hours. Yeah. And they're like, well, it's only this much. After we paid you and paid this, we got this much. So ain't nobody going to do that. Well, why don't you do it? And I was like, oh. <laughs> and I was almost like, I double dog dare you. Yeah. I was like, I guess I'll take the rest of the money off the table. When I was getting my, I was in the middle of my first divorce, so I was like, yeah, like, give me that. You're right. Because I'm going to need this. Mm -hmm. And let me just see how I rap for 24 hours. And it was, and then Red Bull promptly stole the concept and broke the record three weeks later. At tw I think twenty six and a half hours. Man, come on. So man. I didn't even I didn't even make it to the book. Yeah. That's a great idea. Let's we're Red Bull energy. Man. I was like, oh, who was the rapper? Some Spanish rapper, Spain. Mm. Some dude in Spain. Man, come on, man. Yeah, I was let, like, let that record sit for a while. Yeah, like, and they're like, and then people are like DMing me like. Are you going? Aren't you mad that I was like, I never heard of this dude. Yeah. And I got a whole ass real career like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was just something I did along the way. That's right. what he did. And you still, you still in there. Yeah. So I, I, you know, and Supernatural did it before me, and I always tell people, mm. and they lost the footage. Oh, okay. 
he had videotaped it and I saw him do it. Yeah. And um Dang. and that's what I would love to get to do it, but the budget just wasn't there. Um but it would always, always like I learned so much from Supernat. Like he mm-hmm. was one of my if I could use the word idol growing yeah. up, like he he is and was just so mystical and the best freestyler alive. Wow. And you were doing like were you doing when you were rapping for that period of time, for that length, were you doing freestyles in there? Were you so doing I had the to freestyle. Rhythms? The power went out uh-huh. at one point. The computer crashed, so I had to freestyle. I wasn't planning on freestyling. Now yeah. I freestyle every day for two hours on Twitch just to keep myself sharp. Every day? At four, Monday up? through Saturday, 4 to 6. Wow. And I just rap the words they type in the chat. He's good. That boy good. That boy good. <laughs> but that, that day good. I just did I did three hours of Wu Tang. I did mm-hmm. three hours of Tribe. I did three hours of my own songs. And I think three hours of West Coast songs. Oh, so you can do other people's rap. Yeah, as long as, as, long as you rap. As long as you oh, rap. That takes the pressure off. Yeah, that's that's why I asked him. I was like, Can I do covers? Yeah. And they looked it up and I was like, Cool, I'll do it. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, that's dope. So I was like, Yeah. So I was like, Yeah. So that's like crowd work for us. Like, we got to do a certain amount of time. I could do 30 minutes crowd work. That's a shit. What's crowd work? Crowd work is like I'm just doing jokes, talking to the audience. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was just like, yeah, this, that, you know. And I guess when I say I do stand up in between my songs, that's what I do. Yeah. If I see something obvious in the crowd, or I got the jokes that work every day, I'll do crowd work in between Mm. songs. But when it comes to having material, put on that beat, bro. My material (laughs) consists of check out Knife Wonder Go. Ain't that ain't that something? Man. You gotta have a whole story and create a world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's usually like you know, if I go to whatever show the city is in and I'm headlining, I talk about local stuff real quick, just to you know, man, you know what I'm saying? This city, you know, organic stuff. I, I try not to force it, and then I go into the material from there. But then, you know that that shades off a nice little, and it gets everybody comfortable. Like, oh, you paying attention to the city. Yeah, people mm-hmm. like it. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that when you know. Cause I've been touring so long. I, I talk about all the local spots. Yeah, and especially like because if you go to Atlanta, there's Decatur. There's like places mm-hmm. outside the city, and people always come from outside. So when you get right. those little spots, mm-hmm. I don't, they don't, oh, oh, you know about yeah. that? Yeah. Oh man, this guy he really out here. Yeah, Pflugerville, mm-hmm. you shot this? Yeah. Oh man, what you know about that? Yeah, exactly. then, yeah. That's that what home. you know about that? Man. What you know? Yeah, we get. <laughs> you want to get a couple? What you know about that? Oh yeah, you. what you know about that? You know, he really out here. And they look back, and then the person yeah. behind them don't even know them. Like, and then you can tell, introduce your material, and they're yeah. a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, this the homeboy. He they knows lose. about Whataburger. They take the bra off, then <laughs> belt us off. They comfortable. <laughs> loose. <laughs> take the bra. Off. Take the bra. Off. You know, what I'm saying? you got another question. Um, actually, can I fangirl real quick? Yeah, fangirl. She's a huge fan. Of I'm you, a huge fan. We first met fangirl in 2007 at Paid Dues, and the first time I've ever seen MF Doom was with you. Yes. We met, and then we started chopping it up, and then MF Doom went on, and you're watching, you're like, is, it, is, is he really rapping? Oh, no, no. <laughs> and we was on the case, because you're like, I'm going to go up there and see if the mic is plugged in and everything. I remember all of that. I was yeah. like, yo, the first time, I was like, yo, man. That, that was my stage. Mercy is dope. <laughs> and actually, I stopped eating meat in 2004, and um, I remember when... Tribute to Christina Ricci by Felt came out in 2005. And you got and you had a song, Dirty Girl, and you talked about a veggie burger in oh, Pasadena. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yo, he he don't eat meat either. And I remember being hype. And <laughs> there was like a line in there where you're like, she had three dots tattooed between a thumb and an index. Yeah. I got three dots tattooed on my hand because of you. Oh, I wow. actually got it on my ring finger, though, because... 
my love life was crazy back then and so i was like yo and it is a, it's a lot of like influence on my wow. life you've had I'm a honored. lot of wow. influence on my life wow like throughout forever and then finding that you're vegan yeah. i was like yo <laughs> yeah, I saw her at the at the you at know because we be joint. yeah we be popping we gotta go to little pop ups yeah and like I get to drink beer when there's a vegan pop up because my wife we could bring the kids out so yeah mm. we caught her and I was like wow because I knew her from the internet mm. yeah and from yeah from like y'all so I was mm. like man yeah and you I actually remember, heard I was, my music a woman yeah. of color that's amazing that's like rare. since since two thousand I think two thousand three or two thousand four I, I it's been a long time that I've like mm. that you've been in my life. Oh, like you've been about in my the same life. Time for me too. Yeah, like you've been like, in my once life. That, once that three sixteen hit, and I was like, mm-hmm. and nervous. then also like I was a punk chick. I uh, I used to I used to skate. Okay. Um, again, I stopped eating meat. I was living like in New York, so you know it was dope listening to somebody who's also from the hood, but like doing all this alternative uh, yeah. stuff that's mm-hmm. different. And then you're just like, you know what? I don't care what everybody else around me doing. That's what I'm doing. And that was me. So I was like. Fucks with Murs, man. Yeah, you was you was important, bro, to to give people different perspectives. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people think the hood is one thing. Yeah, like you yeah. gotta be gang related, and drug dealing, gangster, killers. That's yeah, it. That's it. Ain't, ain't nobody else doing nothing else. Or you just a square right off the mm-hmm. top. Yeah, and then but they don't they don't think about. You know, all these microcosms of, of different perspectives, different oh, hobbies, yeah. different interests within the hood, you know. And so there's so like many that. like goth kids that come out the hood, yeah. and, like metalheads and like. Yeah, I just want to. Yeah, I think like, why does that take away? Like you, you lose your melanin once you mm-hmm. do something different. Right. It doesn't make any sense. Like, I'm OK with be Call me goth. Call me weird. Call yeah. me black, But that's not you're not black. Why do, why do I have to be everything negative to be black? Right. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm yeah. less yeah. black than you because, you know, and that's <laughs> the funny thing is, like, I still don't, like, I didn't get invited to do the Lemert Park Festival. Mm. But I'm there all the time. I grew up there. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't, you know, I'm not, I'm from Mid-City, but I used to, and that's a rival neighborhood, I used to risk it to yeah. go down there and rap and to do African things and right. be black. I'm down there supporting the business. I go to Esawan, buy books, Hot and Cool Cafe, bring my mm-hmm. whole family out there. Mm-hmm. I can't, I'm not black enough to be Ugh. in, you know? And people right. are like, oh, wow. You know, especially when I was younger, it was really weird because they'd be like, I told you, like, I didn't date white girls. And people are like, you don't even like black girls. I'm like, man, they just lumped that on you. Yeah, right then. I was yeah. like, well, Okay. Right. Like, why would you think that? Oh, you ain't never been to South Central. I was like, actually, my family's owned a business for there for 71 years. I've been working yeah. South Central every weekend since I could work. Wow. Mm-hmm. Taking a bus. So you're wrong there, too. Yeah. But I, yeah, I can read. I like skateboards. I like comic books. I like yeah. punk rock. And Slugs introduced mm-hmm. me to punk rock because I didn't have, act- the first, I didn't buy albums by white people until 2003. Like, oh, wow. I had Vanilla Ice, mm-hmm. but I had never heard the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Like, right. okay. Luther. You know, yeah. As the lightest, whitest person I had an album by was Phoebe Snow. Like I remember Phoebe <laughs> Snow. Yeah, like I love mom, her voice. My mom's yeah. My mom's into Phoebe Snow. Something real. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, that's you know. Yeah. So, but when I start seeing things, I'm like, how would I? Mm-hmm. I don't know. How would I be like? How how would I? Who would I be if I didn't take this experience in? Like Slug took me on the warp tour, and I was like, whoa. Yeah. Right. But if I didn't let this change me. Who would I be? Like, I right. and I was I was trying to stand guard for a long time. Like, mm. I ain't no weird shit. I ain't have sex with no white women. Yeah. I ain't nah. I'm out here. Yeah, yeah. And I was, I was like, ah, fuck it. It's like when we go back to the the box. 
Everybody got to be. Everybody got to be in one box. You can't mm-hmm. be. Your yeah. essence can't be in multiple boxes yeah, you, here. You got to be. Yeah, you got to be a clean comedian. Mm, man, you got to be clean. Dirty. You can't cuss no more. You can. My kids like you, and I'm just now. I'm trapped. Now, if I do anything outside the box, and Cosby relished that box. Yeah, he liked being clean. That's mm-hmm. why he would get Richard and Eddie shit from all the cussing and the profanity. Me, I'm just like, nah, man, fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm out the box. You're mad because just to stay out of it. It's because, really it, yeah. Because then if I try to branch off and do anything else, oh, Tony, ah, man, he clean. He could never. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't you, not for more, yeah. But we like, we're like Americans. Like, what I tell people all the time is Heinz makes ketchup. Mm-hmm. But Heinz also makes mustard. Yeah. You will go get the French's. Right. But it's going on the same burger. Heinz ketchup and mustard will be right here. You right. will reach over and grab the French's because yeah. they make mustard. They make mustard. You make ketchup. <laughs> That's it. I don't but, we, but we got mustard. And when they try to make ketchup green for a second, people what? no, ketchup is red. Right. You told I us ketchup that. is red. Only because you told us. <laughs> if you would have told us ketchup was green in 77 yeah. or whatever, when you started, we would have bought it. We believe it. And you now. couldn't be red. But now you're red and you make ketchup. You Nope. Don't Skippy make can make else. jelly. We wouldn't want, nah. and even Goober continues to try to sell that nasty. Uh, nobody respects peanut the, butter the combo. jelly. Nah, nah, you gotta go get Welch's and you gotta get Skippy or. Jeff. But it's already combined. Yeah, and it's us. <clears throat> it's Smuckers. We're saving you two dollars. Nah. Yo, I just want to say shout out to Oreos because I'm like, man, fuck the box. <laughs> Oreo <laughs> yeah, Oreos go everywhere. <laughs> Oreos like, what flavor you want? Yeah, right. they go. They go everywhere. People is mad right now. I, people is complaining. I'm like, I'm liking where this is going. They doing Yo, everything. They doing everything. I'm, f- I'm free to pass up on some things, yeah. and I'm free to indulge when yeah. I like it. They don't make me. You know, they'll change it up, and yeah. it might disappear. I never mm-hmm. got. Who, who's the pop star that had some? Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. I never got the Gaga. Uh, I didn't I get them. Oh, she had some too. Yeah, and apparently they were pretty. They it was like a shortbread. Or yeah, if you got the. Totally. Or were they still vegan? Mm-hmm. And so every single Oreo, for the most part, mostly every single. Except for except the for the ones. chocolate covered, yeah. like the dipped ones, mm, are all vegan. Okay. I had to explain that to my, my. Except for overseas, my oldest son. Because I don't want people in the UK to be overseas. Like, not they're not vegan. They're not vegan. And that's you know what? Shout out to overseas. We got anybody listening just because we're all vegetarian, vegan here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Linda McCartney has some jamming meat substitutes. Oh yeah, over in the UK. She's been in the game for a minute. Yeah. Oh, man. Her meat substitute line in the UK is jamming. Really? Mm-hmm. And they will not bring it here. Oh. So if you got some, if you got some Lady Gaga Oreos or some Linda McCartney. Oh yeah. Do you want to slide me on the black market? Yeah. Come on. Oh, okay. y'all hear that? McCartney's serious too, because I had to work for Paul McCartney doing catering. And there was not one ounce of meat or any dairy product or anything allowed in the venue. This is in Madison Square Garden. Mm. and But he made it happen. He was like, hey, I don't care about See the stagehands. Yeah. I don't care about none of them. They have to eat what we eat. And I was like, and me being like, I was vegan. At, I just went vegan at the time uh, from vegetarian. I was like, I could eat? Yeah. All yeah, day? Eat, yeah. Wow. Because like, like, yes. people like us go to work, <laughs> we got to be like, um, it's gonna be a rice and French fries day, or, yeah. or so a fr- all fruit and vegetable day, yep. which is okay. But oh, sometimes you, eat, you eat. want. I w- I'd rather mm-hmm. eat like that. F- the mess of things. I'd rather eat like that when I'm at home. Yeah. I want to eat something light and salady when I'm at home. But yeah. if I have to work or be out, I mm-hmm. want something more filling. Yeah, you yeah. want something with some heft. Yeah. Besides just fries and like mm-hmm. rice. Fries and rice. The fries and rice, bro. I, yeah, I, and I feel for y'all because y'all been in the game longer than I have. Uh-huh. You, 
I didn't become vegetarian until 2017. Okay. But y'all been out. You know, I gave up pork in 91, but, you know, I was still meats, McGee. Meats? But y'all been in the game for, man, 93? Yeah. But you you was coming back Yeah, I've been off and on. I didn't get, I went, um, yeah, that's a long story, but I had some dietary issues. But, uh, yeah, that's a. It's a it's a trip, yeah. Cause I I went back hardcore when me and my wife got married, and it was really cause she, you know she just doesn't that's what she does. And how I'm long like, has she been? She's been since I met her. I don't know how long she's been. She's mm-hmm. um, at least over twenty years though. Oh wow! Oh, wow! I think over. She's 20. big vegan. Yeah. Capital bull. Tall. Right. She's tall. Tall vegan. <laughs> tall vegan. Tall vegan. But we, have, we have vegan. Yeah. Venti. What's yeah. the tall in uh, Starbucks? Venti. Venti vegan. Venti vegan. Venti vegan. Oh, Brandy. Man. Brandy. Brand that. Yo, cut this out. Brand <laughs> Venti vegan. Yeah, nah, and all our kids are vegan. And my eight-year-old, since he goes between his mother's house and our house, mm-hmm. he but he chose to, he, he's serious about it. He'll tell oh, somebody. Come yes. we're doing Zoom school, they'd be talking about something, and she, the teacher would be like, well, what if we had uh. three milk glasses of milk and we poured <laughs> one out? I'm vegan. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. like, nigga, he asked you about math. Cause yeah. you gotta just do the math. No, we get, we gotta get it right before That's I can hilarious. calculate. Can we just say it's is soy it, milk? Is it almond milk? Yeah, bro. He would. I, I would hear that from the I'm going, nigga. If you don't shut up, don't know what. This is a math class. This has nothing. Do you yeah, tell him to that. shut the fuck up in the background <laughs> of the school, man? Shut Sometime, the fuck yeah, up. That man. was hard for Zoom on me. That was hard for Zoom. That was hard. But the also, teachers hearing that in the teachers background? know that his dad's a rapper. Some of his teachers have been mm-hmm. fans. So like, I keep. I just gotta be me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, if you gotta call CPS, like, because I told my son. But it's usually in your favor. Yeah, you gonna want me? To, shut yeah, the fuck shut up. Shut the fuck up, man. And the teacher's like, yes. <laughs> like, yo. I know teachers love that on the low. They yeah, just they, can't, like, they ain't allowed to say it, but I know they love that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. DM, DM me later. Like, thank you so much for getting them under control. <laughs> but yeah, you make it. But then at the same time, like, I that was a trip to watch this thing happen because I would go in there and she like the science teacher. Because he didn't know, I didn't say his name, right? So mm-hmm. I don't say, but I, yeah, I want to say the son. A teacher uh-huh. who wasn't the healthiest was telling my son how unhealthy veganism was. Oh, wow. here we go. And that's when I was like, that's oh. That's my favorite. Or then I came in the room one day because I would go in there to check on him, and he was in tears, uh-huh. and she was showing him the slow mo assassination of JFK. Oh, and I'm like, he's okay. in second grade, yeah. bro. Like, he lost his brother last year. Like, this kid's mm. been through a lot. Right. Like, y'all got to send me a notice mm-hmm. before you show him a, someone getting domed off. Like, yeah. You know? And they, his assassination is brutal. Yeah, and she's slow-moing it up close. Yeah. And then, but us also, like, I have a sensitive kid because, like, I the other parents got to talking. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, my kid just said it was kind of funny. And I was like, yeah. But he's a vegan Sensitive kid, but this is the, and as people always say, like I got in quality, like do you corporally punish or do you blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and I'm like, my son won't steal the basketball for someone else. Mm-hmm. I'm rough with my kids, and yeah. he's at least a foot taller than everybody on the basketball court. I said, why did you play defense? No, pop up, I can't. Mm-hmm. I, I want to take it from them. That'd be wrong. That's that's being selfish. That's, <laughs> that's I'm like, no, the compassion. Yeah, he's such a, but I think it has more to just do he who he is. Whatever right. I do to that kid is not within reason is yeah. not going to change who he is but he chose to be like I didn't make him be vegan right I didn't you know but he chose that mm-hmm. and now the three year old and they just they just know it you know yeah but he was raised on meat and he was just like I'm good 
But I think he most made that kids, decision on his own. Yeah, because he asked me, he was like, "So this chicken is not like the chicken we see over there. This is chicken that we eat, and this is a live chicken." Mm. And I was like, "No, it's the same thing." He's like, "How?" I'm like, "They kill it. They do what? Yeah, with blood." And I was like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. that's where it comes from." And I was, I was like, "So as a kid, you don't under, a lot of kids may not understand, right? Until they're older, they and by then they're already addicted too. to the, yeah. the taste mm-hmm. and the and the routine. Mm-hmm. But if you explain it to them when they're younger, I think a lot more kids will be like." Oh, it's just simple. Like, why? I have to kill that thing to eat, or I can just because he also he's seen me live without eating it, right? And he knows. Oh, you could really be out here. So what? You don't have to kill this to live, and you're still gonna kill this, right? Hold up, yeah. Like, huh? And when that clicked for him, that that fucked me up too. Cause mm-hmm. I wasn't, I never pressured him to. He was just, it just clicked for him. Like, well, if you're able to live your life without killing right. something, why? Because a lot of people think you can't eat without the meats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you eating? Yeah. Like, they can't fathom. And for me, like, my journey was, you know, I always felt sorry for animals. Always. But it was like, I could, sometimes I could disassociate the source of the meat. Even though I'm looking at the ground beef, I can be like, oh, it's just ground beef. And I'm not, like, you know, associating it with that cow that yeah, was just yeah. blinking and, you know, they get beautiful eyes. And yeah, they just be like, <laughs> they're, they're the cow cute. eyes, they, they got the long eyelashes and then you just be like, eh, you know. But then, you know, pretty soon it just be like, I can't. I know what it is. Yeah. Especially when you now, slowly, gradually eating meat off the bone, I'm just like, especially mm-hmm. chicken. Yeah. Eating that little drumette and seeing, like you said, the tendons. Tendons, like, that's my only thing is I hate chicken. I hate birds. I don't, I don't fuck with birds at mm. all. So I'm like, if I got to go out there and kill, I'll let a chicken have it. I'll let a bird have it for a minute. I'm not okay with it. Ever Any since bird? Jurassic Park, nah. Because of, of the correlation yeah, between Yeah, bro. Once I saw that, I was like, oh, this, this. And the oh. raptor was doing I was like, nah, all y'all niggas got to go. Y'all out of here, bro. That's you don't hilarious. like ostriches? Oh, bro. Ostriches. Ostriches. That's a tough plural. Ostrich. Ostr- yeah, I never thought ostrich. Ostr- Plural? Ostr- 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 That's a group? Ostrich. 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 They be over there like, yeah, man. Ostriches. And they're so tall, bro. Yeah, and they can kick and the shit out you. feet. Yeah, I'm not fucking with the ostrich, bro. If you were in a stall, if you were in a stall, public restroom, <laughs> this is going to be weird. <laughs> you were in a public restroom, stall, and then you look down. You're on the toilet, and you look down, and you see ostrich feet. <laughs> Just stop right at the door. It's going to be panic central. You don't know if that's a velociraptor. <laughs> True, I you don't know what that. it is. At that You're just point. Like, Yo, what's standing here? <laughs> it could be an alien, Jurassic Park. You're not I even going to think ostrich. It. No. And if it is one, what's he doing here? <laughs> and he going to be tall when you open the door? They're going to be eye level. Right. Yeah, or or but like he can reach he over can, the stall and see what I'm doing. Imagine the ostrich looking over the top. I'm done. You know? oh, <laughs> I'm glad I'm already on the toilet because I'm going to release oh, all man, of my everything. fluids. everything. Yeah, I'm done. Liver, <laughs> yeah. kidneys, yeah. Dropping, lung mass, dropping the whole load. Cleanse. You ain't gonna have nothing in your I'm insides. Done. Just take me, Jesus. I'm going home. Like, since you here, since you are in hip hop legend, I'm gonna ask you the top five. Okay. You 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 know I'm it changes changes. I know it, it changes daily. Let me pause. Yeah, look, whatever the weather is, whatever yeah. suits you. I'm gonna ask you your favorite five and also your favorite five hip hop albums. But first, your top five. Cool Rappers. J, Ice Cube, E Forty. Those are my top three. Mm-hmm. That's the Trinity that doesn't move. That doesn't move. Okay. And the other three, Juvenile. Fours. Juvenile Wayne, 
goes somebody from New Orleans, uh-huh. Juvenile Wayne. Okay. And then someone from New York, Q Tip or Jay Z. Okay. And those those two. Yeah. So those are my top. I like how you structured yours. You know, you got the solid three, the set three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those don't change. And then you got two. Just two someone, couples of I love New Orleans rappers, man. New Orleans, I think, is underrated. Like when it's looked at as far as MCs, from, mm-hmm. from a homie D One to Jay Electronica to Mystical. There's and Mac, who just was paroled today. Amen. Oh, yes, free wow. Mac, and he. So, um, yeah, there's just so many lyric fiend yeah. currency, like. People sleep for a city that that small. Yeah, they got, and if you just go to Baton Rouge, you get Kevin Gates. Like, yeah, there's a lot of diversity. And when you think about New Orleans rappers, they all—it's not a lot of them, but they stand out. Yeah, you look at you look at that whole Hot Boys movement, Juvenile, Lil Wayne, Jay Electronica. Even though he never officially put out an actual album for me, he stood out immediately. Yeah, Mystical always stood, stood out, out to people. It's like. And D one lyrically, it's just like, yo, this cat right here. They're small, but even Kevin Gates, it's like they're small, but they really stand out around there. That's something. It's that voodoo. It's that. It's something, seafood, man. It's something. They really just be connecting with. Yeah, Soldier Slam. There's so I could go on. I yeah. love New Orleans rap, so I always make sure because Juvie to me is like the LL or the Rakim. Mm-hmm. But like you don't get Nas without Rakim. You right. don't get Wayne without Juvie. Yeah. And then without Wayne. You don't get Drake, you don't get Nicki, you don't get, you know. Right, right. So it's and then you don't get half of the rappers we have that were influenced by Wayne cuz Wayne is just so great at what he does. Mm-hmm. So, and you got to give it all to New Orleans cuz you know, and you got to give that to Juvie cuz he grew up from 11, 12 being in the studio with he did, one of the know? greatest of all time, day in day out cuz Baby and then make sure mm-hmm. that they got anyway. I'll so, never forget the first time I saw Juvenile. It was high actually. And high didn't blow up right away. Mm-mm. That was a slow burn. Cause I remember seeing the video, and I was just like, "Yo, who is this cat?" And then you know the video was mad gritty. They was mad greasy in the video. I just remember him <laughs> being like extra greasy, yeah. no shirt on. I was just like, "Yo, the way he talked is dope." And it was just like, "I like this." And then they they would show it on BET, and then it caught fire much later. Yeah, it was like a slow burn, and then that ended up being one of the best selling rap albums. Man, of all time, that's a great. Four hundred degrees. I was putting that out. I worked at a record store for like three months. Mm-hmm. I, I worked there. I was putting that record out. I, I was living in the Bay, working at a at Rasputin's. Yeah. So everyone had a cover like that. Uh Oh, uh, the dependent picture. Yes. Yeah, so I was like, all right, yeah. here's another one. Six ninety nine. Yeah. I went back. I saw the hot video. I remember where I was sitting on my homeboy's couch in East Oakland. Yeah. I got up, took the bus back to work. <laughs> To buy that album immediately, <laughs> I was like, I know, I just put this out, yeah. and I slept on it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I gotta go six ninety nine with my employee discount. Yeah, that's coming home. <laughs> Cause you're right, man. Everybody had that look on their album covers. Yeah, so the I was pen like, and pixel. But I, when that video came on, I had never seen anything like yeah. that in my life. I'm sure people in New Orleans like, oh, that's just it. But even to juxtapose, like he's glistening. I think yeah. it was like a, a yellow Ferrari or something mm-hmm. in the middle of the project. But then that's another thing. Come from the West Coast. Not to, you know, we are for real crazy. Yeah. That's when it comes to gangbanging. But we don't know poverty. Except oh, for yeah. my brothers and sisters and watch. There's some fouls, you know, but yeah. they rise above that. But we don't really know, like, grass growing out the basketball courts yeah. or in your house, like, in my neighborhood. Like, West mm-hmm. L.A., we don't know nothing about that. Right. And so when I got down there and saw stuff like, so seeing that video, I was like, you know, like, even New York projects, they're not clean. You know, that smells like piss. Is yeah. But there's no, like, 
nature is take like this right. is in the wild. Yeah. And it's all these beautiful black faces. Like it was just like a thing. Like the way they did it, it mm-hmm. wasn't like dirty and you know, it wasn't it was beautiful. Like you said, it was like glistening or it was like yeah. WWE meets the hood. <laughs> And this dude is talking like Vince McMahon of the South. Yo, yo, cause you a paper chaser. Right. Got I got it. I was like, okay, gotta go. Got on their bus. Yeah, back. I was like, I need rap right that, now. That video, that video really stood out, and I was just like, yo, it's something about this right here. And then I was glad it did the slow burn explosion that yeah. it did, cause it was just like, man. And then they created a whole. And it, it, it was something different, you know, because No Limit was cracking back then, but it, it was something different about this. This had a different feel, even though it was from the same, same city. Yeah, same city. Not even the same region. That's yeah, what people don't get. Same. The diversity and what P was doing was amazing in its own right. right. But that's what also what I had to start putting Wayne in there because when, he created Bling Bling. Mm-hmm. That's like fresh. We can't say one person created the word fresh or dope. Right. Because we still, we don't, we can't find that one person. Mm-hmm. Drop it like it's hot, yeah. And bling bling came from a thirteen-year-old genius. <laughs> That's crazy. That bling will be here forever. Yeah. And he contributed that like solely mm-hmm. him. And people want to. I don't care what you say about the man. You you I, you know. You you are a crip. You don't like because he's but you can't say he's, he's not a genius. Right. He's like lyrically, and then like I said, and then you got to give it to Juvie, and but yeah, but then Master P is a whole. Yeah, he might be the coach of the Pelicans. He's Blue, trying to say, man, he out here, man. Blueprint City, Blueprints. I love it. Blueprint City. Yeah, so shout out to New P. Orleans. Oh, New Orleans is uh, that's one of my favorite cities, and my favorite accent in the country is New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah, you can't. They got the best accent. Bro, I was just talking to somebody this morning about this. Pool D one was saying people down there would say, oh, "I just went to make groceries." Oh, you know, I was out at the store making groceries. Making oh, I gotta go groceries. To go make- I said, huh? I said, well, just go in world hunger then. Y'all go, yeah. you gonna make groceries. Man, they making the groceries. <laughs> and I, I, I'd gotten his comments and said something about that. They tore me up for two <laughs> weeks. I was getting at it. And if he wanna make groceries, that's what we do down here. We that's make groceries. We, we making the groceries. Yeah. You gotta slow roast <laughs> the groceries. <laughs> you, gotta let, you gotta let the groceries boil. Yeah, you gotta like, let them boil down and then you you yeah. got to make the sauce, the bag <laughs> sauce. <laughs> the bag. got to get that bag sauce, and then, then you dip that in. Then you dip the groceries in that. Yeah, let that sit. Oh, yeah, let it sit. You got to let that, when you bring the groceries in, let it sit on your table. And don't let the cats get in there, because once the cats get in there, then you got to hold another. <laughs> so you got E-40, Ice Cube, and who's the Juvie, third one? Juvie, oh, E-40, who's Ice Cube, LL. That's the Trinity. That's the Trinity. Trinity. Can't, can't mess with them. Mm-hmm. And then I and got then the, Juvie Wayne and um, Jay-Z. Jay-Z and Tip. Q-tip. and Q-tip. Okay. Q-tip, you just, people underestimate him because he doesn't get credit for a lot of production. Oh, my God. And then when it comes to Stakes is High, people are saying, oh, Jay Dilla did that. I'm like, no, technically it says the Uma. It does say the Uma. Technically it says mm-hmm. the Uma. Now, whether he ghost produced, I don't know the politics. Right. I'll leave that to. It's the collective when you yeah, see the until, Uma. Until Hex Murder tell me otherwise, yeah. I'm going to say it's the Uma. <laughs> so it's the Uma, mm-hmm. and he doesn't get credit for that. Mm-hmm. He brought Dilla in the game, for better or worse. Mm-hmm. Responsible for hieroglyphics getting on. Oh, didn't know that. When him and Dale, he, Dale helped. That's how they ended up. Souls of Mission ended up on Jive with Casual. Okay. Thanks to Q-Tip. I think he also, like, yeah, he's done a lot for the yeah. West Coast. Did a feature for Alcohol. is one of the first East Coast rappers to feature on a West Coast album that was just pure hip-hop. Wow. On Coast to Coast. Mm-hmm. And then he was in one of the greatest groups of all time. Yes. And to me, Amplified is flawless. I don't care. But Amplified just, is a good. I slept on it initially. 
But when I went back, I was like, Amplified is good. And he was able to reinvent himself. Yeah. Like people made him this backpack dude, and he said, I'm going to have some bad chicks. I'm going to wear that. a fur coat with no... I'm going to be a sex symbol. He had a porn went, star in the video. Obsession. And, and if you know me, you know... <laughs> Obsession was in that video. I was like, Obsession! <laughs> what you doing? You in the regular video. So I... I always praise Tip. As far as yeah. a producer rapper, amazing. He's been not how many people have been in a platinum group and a pl gone platinum solo. Facts. You know? Yeah. Then introduced one of the greatest producers, some argue the greatest hip hop producer of all mm -hmm. time. Like not even like I do a couple beats. Not even like I do a couple rhymes. Mm -hmm. Like I have some of the most well known rhymes and I was like, man. And he's from Queens. I think all the best rappers are from Queens. Queens. Queens man. is just Queens got a dope pedigree. From Sticky Fingers, Cool G Rap. Nas, of course. I found Waka Flockers from Queens. Really? Yes. Never knew that. Yeah. I found out who his mom was watching that thing. Deborah, on, yeah, she's from Queens. She used to work, like, do work with, I think, 50's mom. Yeah. Deb, Deb, Deb is his mom, Yeah, right? Deb Anthony. Yep. I was so, like, oh, snap. So he's, like, born in Queens. Like, man, Queens got some. Queens, there's something in the water, well, Yeah, diversity. So I was like, I give it to Queens. As a West Coast dude, I give it. Even yeah. though in the, in the still, I guess LL, he's from Queens, in my top Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, and ain't tip. Like, man, like. There's something about the Q-Tip's voice. Uh, it's very special to me because it's something about his voice. Because when I hear Tribe, it's, I get, like, a feeling of just goodness. Whenever I listen to Midnight, Low End Theory, the first one. Even even the love movement when uh because I had just got the New Mexico State when that came out because that dropped the same day as Hard Knock Life and Quimini. All three of those nice. albums dropped same day. Knowing. I had to make a decision because I was make, broke. A make a choice. I had to make a choice. I was like, which of these three I'm gonna buy? What'd you do? I bought the tribe. Oh, I bought the tribe oh. and then I got the Quimini and the Hard Knock later. Oh. But out of those three, I got the worst of the three. Yeah, you did. But. <laughs> Cause, Cause, I was going on the pedigree. Yeah, no, they, I was like, yeah. this is Tribe Called yeah. Quest, and the lead single was uh, "Find My Way." Yeah, and I was like, man, they about to. Uh. I got, I gotta <sighs> get. Cause honestly, like you know, I didn't rock with Jay Z's second album that heavy. Okay, which is it uh, in my life. In my lifetime, volume one. I didn't rock with that that heavy. Jay -Z, Reasonable doubt. Yeah. See, Jay Z doesn't exist to me until in my lifetime, volume one. So you you like that more than Reasonable? Reasonable doubt is hot trash. We're going, to, we're going to have you back to have different Yo. conversations. Because that hot, hot garbage. Son. You about to shut my laptop <laughs> off. Yo. What? Man, Yo, if I wanted to hear Das Effects sell dope, I would have bought Das Effects. Yo. That's all right. Is it going to shut the fuck up? No. Whoa. No. Shut up. No. That's just Do my... you agree back here? He doesn't agree. He's not responsible I, for my I, views. I, I, I came in and did way he's 30. He's 30. He's young. Oh, he's young. Uh, okay. He's young. Uh, he came in blueprint. Absol is, is mad at me to this day for, for this. I mean, it's... That's a legit man. It's a wild... Phenomenon after December. Do you say it's something wild? Garbage. Everybody's leaving it's, the chat. They leave. They <laughs> out of here. <laughs> Kingdom, Kingdom Come stopped it from hitting the floor. So you okay? You put Kingdom Come. That's on the, the day. that's the bottom for one of the greatest rap. And I say this with all due respect. It's like we're talking about, I don't know. I can't even Michael Jordan's worst dunk. It's yeah, not. Yeah. We're talking about greatness at any level, right? You know. That's not what you know. You put Reasonable Doubt right above Kingdom Come. Right above Kingdom oh, Come. This is just. This is scandalous. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they say living yeah. your truth. 
Shauna Davis said, "Living your truth, Murs." <laughs> thank, thank you, <laughs> thank you. I did this a whole, is... I did a whole breakdown on people were unhappy. Um, Jay Z says it is Young Guru because I, I had that conversation with Young Guru the day I met you. Oh yeah. Because the breakdown I just came Guru out, and niggas was hot. Niggas was hot. He's like, you have to understand how it was made, and I understand his perspective. I have to. Y'all stand. were having that conversation when I was there. I remember now. Oh, what's going on over here? <laughs> yeah, we, we got and it. I thought you said something just to trigger something. But no, I just put out the breakdown and people were hot about that. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, this is, I would never judge one of the greatest rappers of all time by mm-hmm. his first work. I just think that he's gotten so much better and he made so many more greater contributions. Mm-hmm. But some people, even he feel, may feel that way. He said it, I guess. I, I don't care. That doesn't change my opinion. He said Reasonable Doubt is his best one. Yeah, I thought it was garbage. I went to a show in, in, in and I stood in the front row at Jay-Z performing in San Francisco Waiting in for him to say, also, the too much West Coast dick licking line had me in my feelings. Mm-hmm. I was ready to, to go. I was standing in the front row and he skipped Person. over the line. I was ready to go yeah. hard. Whatever was going to happen. I was remember happen. that line. Yeah, I said, okay, let me see. I, I heard he was performing San Francisco. I was a broke nigga in East Oakland. Yeah. I said, I'm going to take the tra- the bar out there. I don't know how I'm getting home. Uh-huh. But I dare this nigga to say too much West Coast dick licking in front of, dick licking in front of me tonight. Bet it won't happen. <laughs> You was waiting on it? I was waiting on it. And then as I got older and started touring, I was like, this is the stupidest shit. You know? But I was 18, 19. I was hot. Yeah. I was in my feelings. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But I love Ain't No Nigga. I, I loved, um, he was down with like Dr. York and the Nuwapian Nation and Jazzo. And like mm-hmm. I was into all those holy times. So I was I was Hawaiian Sophie. Like I was aware of the, the Can I Get Open remix. Yeah. I just wasn't the, 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 like was it dead presidents? It was, it was okay. Oh, and off of presidents. What I hate is that years later I got put on to feeling it. Mm. That Aww. is a great song. You have to hear this song now. That's a great song. That's, pretty, that's, a, that's why I sound. That's why I don't know a great song on Kingdom Come. Jay Z is one of those artists. As many albums as he produced, uh-huh. there's not an album without a great song on there. Same thing with Tribe. Like there's there's albums that aren't as good, but there are great songs on yeah. there. I didn't say Jay Z was a in Jay Z's catalog is garbage. I'm not gonna say Reasonable Doubt versus Baja Man Who Let the Dogs Out mm. complete album. <laughs> That's a different kind of trash. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. In the pantheon, you saying within Jay Z's discography, catalog, Reasonable Doubt is the, that is is the trash. garbage of a great catalog. Oh, that is the garbage yeah. of a billionaire's mansion. It's at the top. No, he didn't come into his own style. But there's nothing on Reasonable Doubt, folks. With damn Playboy, where the fuck is the Hummer at? Where's all the ice with all the platinum under that? Them ain't Rolex diamonds. What the fuck you done? Like that, that was what he was trying to get to. I feel I on love reasonable that doubt. Song on that album. Bro, that's why I was like, this is what he was trying to do. I felt like he had, he had like ca- carved out yeah. himself. Like that was Jigga. Jigga, what the fuck? Like, he hadn't found Jigga yet. Like he hadn't, mm. and what, that's why he called it volume one. Like in my life. Like, I see really what you're step, saying there. That's how I felt. And I, I became a Jay-Z right stand from that moment. But everything I say is from a, a point of criticism and the utmost respect. Like, yeah, you know, I, I can fully admit I probably would never rap that good in my life. Yeah, He is, he's inspired, him and Dame, and I hate that they aren't all together. You Me know too. Because they were, too. they were, they were synonymous. It was just, it was them. They I had, mean, it's not even a Jordan Pippen thing. I can't even. Mm-hmm. I like I, I like seeing Kobe those thing. two together. Like yeah, I don't a, know the the underneaths and the, all yeah. the working parts, but 
visually, I just like seeing that dynamic. And we saw him and Dave for mad albums together. Mad. And it was a perfect, it was Flavor and Chuck. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it's Kobe Shaq. Like, they've gone on to do great things separately. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, just like now, like, Kobe will be known for basketball. Jay-Z will be known for music. Right. Shaq has done all kind. Dame has done all kind of things. And he's fun to watch. You watch, yeah. I watch Shaq say anything. You know Shaq has transcended Sin basketball. Yeah. And I think that if, especially if Damon Dash was a, a white man, because mm -hmm. he was only, Damon Dash says things, but he's rarely wrong. Yeah. He's rarely wrong. He's a wrong. passionate dude yeah. that comes off as aggression, but then when you really take it in, you're like, oh, you know, he has a good point. Yeah, like he, it's he's the told delivery. Me some People be scared of the yeah, delivery. Yeah, delivery thing. And if you sit down with, like, I had the privilege and honor of, like, you know, like living with him for a few months and, like, mm -hmm. just getting to know him. Mm -hmm. and he would just have bars. I'm like, and he's a great father. Yeah. Like, great father you know mm -hmm. what i mean that's what i love about anyone you know yeah. what I mean? and that's why i was also like as a fan like i love like e40 as a father mm. like there's people i just love and that became dj quick is a great father yeah you know like that shit so that resonates with me and seeing jay-z has been a father and seeing the change in his music and i mm -hmm. always as i got older i said that's what's gonna happen like to for jay to like because people criticize and i'd be defending jay-z and i'd be like look man like he's a dude like yeah he's still talking about i was like well he doesn't really have any kids like he's not married like oh yeah yeah because you're like i think he was more authentic he talked about what he knew about yeah and he didn't try to mature his raps mm -hmm. until his life mature mature so yep. what do you expect from him mm -hmm. and so this it has been great i just wish i really could have seen that journey continue but everyone has their own journey i but as black men, I think, <clears throat> and I hate that, it, that people are trying to rub Dame out like he's some type of zealot or yeah. he deserves the same reverence as whole. Yeah. You know what I mean? When I think about the Big Pimper video, yeah. Dame Dash comes to my head first visually. Because he was, mm, 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 yeah, he mm, was the mm, thing. Like, yeah, that's what, like, that, that kind of, like, when he, said, when he said, I invented swag on that, on that song, on Otis, yeah. that stung me a bit. <laughs> I was like, I mean, kind of Harlem, kind of Dame, like, I still do that. When I'm holding a bottle by the oh, neck, when you're holding your Afro you're Geeks. Holding it like this, you know what I'm saying? I, the Afro Geeks is a little bit too heavy. And it, but if it's a th small neck, like a bottle give of wine, me a small, yeah. I can't uh, water help bottle? do the uh, damn dash shimmy. Yeah, give me at two water once, bottles, I'm out here. At least one time. <laughs> and, that's, that's how, and that's how I learned rap hands. was from Dame Dash imitating Jay-Z with the, we did the hat to the... Bro, Dame, Dame is still funny. He is a, He will roast you. Please, yeah. please do not be ca caught lacking around that man. <laughs> he will let you have all of the business. Mm -hmm. Dame Dash. He'll wake up with jokes. But I wish, yeah. I, also I vegan. Is oh. he vegan? Yeah. I, I ran into him at a few vegan events. I even interviewed him once. Uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I ran up on him, too. In the video, you see me. Hey, man, why you vegan? <laughs> <laughs> the run-up. Harlem. Shout out to Dame Dash, Yeah, and Baby Dusko over there. His, his new baby is so cute. Man. My love kids like that's and the, I love babies too. I love babies to look at. Babies aren't trash until you gotta take them home. That's the thing. Like you know, we we talk about raising the babies and the day to day mm -hmm. and what they really bring to the table. But ultimately, we love kids here. Oh, man. Children, kids, I'm all in. I love watching other people's babies. It makes me. Oh. That's how they do it. They make you want to have another one. Mm -hmm. But I think that and uh, then the day to day creeps up in your mind. You're like, ooh. Man, you got to get a sitter every time you want to do something. Yeah, see, we haven't got to the point where we my have kids are yet. twenty-one and nineteen, and I'm off the clock. You're off the clock. Do they yeah. call you? Yeah, Serene calls me a lot. My oldest calls me a lot. When they call, when they don't call you for a day, do you freak out? Nah, because I know they're good. Okay. Think mm -hmm. about my sons. If they if they're doing fine, I won't hear from them. If they everything, so you good, get nervous when the phone rings. I, I do. <laughs> like when Serene be calling me, I be like, "Hello." 
right. you know. But like I, because I know oh that because I'm I'm kind of the same way when it comes to my parents. Like you know, I, I make sure to call my mom a lot, just because she'll be like, "You didn't call." Like, oh, but like, uh, if I'm good, you won't hear from me. Via text, you'll hear from me. I'm just like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Good. And not that I just run to you when things are bad. It's just, you know, I'm not always thinking. You know, I talked to my dad on Father's Day, and then you know, uh, I talked to my mom. I've been slacking on the weekends, ma. Sorry, but. Um, but with the, the, the Baker boys, it's just like I probably won't hear from them unless you know they need some of they got questions. That's why, especially sincere. The youngest one, he works here. He's right in the other room. But like Serene, he'll he'll call though. He's calls McGee. Mm-hmm. Calls McGee. Calls McGee. Yo, I like, like that. Hmm? I just wonder because you like you like me with watching people who got the vaccine before me. Like, your toe fall off yet? Like, you, what you got? What's oh, it? yeah, with the older kids? Yeah, so I'm just like, okay, what's going to happen next? Okay, mm-hmm. this is what happens. What? I do feel neglected sometimes. Yeah, because I'm like, yo, I, I see do you feel every that. day. Yeah. How I, and this makes me call my mom more. Yeah. I'm like, man, I can't, like, someone you took care of every day, you see them 365 basically yeah. every day, and then one day they leave your house and you don't hear from them for yep. a week. I had I had to get I'm used like, to that. And she notices, like, you know, whenever I'm around them, my energy changes. Mm-hmm. Like, when they leave, I'll be like, I be trying to hit them up, like, come over. Yeah. <laughs> Let's and do every, a movie and, night. Every time they come over and then they leave, I'll be like, hype. Yeah, it's a some reset. Because we used to hang all the time. We used to be. Yeah, see, that's, I'm not ready we for We used that. a tribe called Quest. Yeah, see, I'm like, my yeah. eight-year-old thinks I'm a cool guy. We do mm-hmm. shit together. My, my, you know, my one and almost two years, three years and almost two years, they don't, they yeah. don't think I'm that cool yet. You know what I mean? <laughs> but they, the they three-year-old really? just told me the other day, like, I want to be you when I'm grown, babe. And dad, and I was like, thanks, baby. And like last night, he's like, I think I want to sleep with you tonight, Dad. Like, the, I'm getting there with him. Yeah. But my eight year old is like, man, I can't even imagine a time. You know, I call him every day. When he's not with me, we say mm-hmm. our prayers the same time every day. And, you know, yeah. tell me your favorite part of your day. Like, that's my guy. Yeah. And if he's, I just think about like, okay, shit, you're going to have friends and you're going to be one to just. Yeah. He ain't even really spent the night, you know? But here's the thing, though. Here's what I do believe firmly. When you're a good parent and you got a good relationship with your kids, they always come back. Mm-hmm. They always come back. So I know, like, you know, they, they gravitate. Once the friends are filtered out and the relationships they have, they come back to good parents all the time. Okay. They even come back to shitty parents. But the good parents, oh, they're coming back. Okay. Especially okay. then when they start having their own kids and the grandbabies, they're going to come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that's, are you waiting on that call? The comeback? No, the, the, the baby, the grandbaby's call. Yeah. I'm like, man, it's probably going to happen soon. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, you know, 21, 19. Yeah, that's what I was like, another thing, too. You know, and like, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for it. And I'm, I'm going to be bring the grandbaby over. Okay. Tough. Tough. If I'm like, if I'm not on the road, bring that grandbaby over. Because y'all be tripping. Just drop so the baby. So, babe, not grandbabies are not trash. Are we going to get it? Well, don't bring the grandbaby over if it's too fresh. <laughs> I need a certain age with the grandbaby to come over. <laughs> Because when they're too little, it's just like, I'm going to be like, oh, oh, oh. I'll gentle. take it. She ready. She yeah. ready now. Yeah, She's yeah, like, yeah, grandbaby. Yeah, yeah. I'm, so ready, grandba- I'm ready for, like, the step-grandmother. Grandbabies step grandmother. are not trash. Like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm here for, like, so I like babysitting. New- I like being the auntie. Yeah. I'm here for all of that. Because then she can be, what she I, loves about that, she can dump them back off. Oh, yeah. At any point in time. Yeah. yeah. Right, I love kids. But like you said, as long as they're not my own. Yeah, That's why I don't have any. Well, yeah, they're gonna they they're gonna leave and come back. So I'm waiting for the come. And you never wanted a girl just to see what that would be. I like. did want a girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, you know, because I be I be talking to daughters and they be holding their dads down, and I just be like, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, see, I'll be looking to... at my son. I'll be like, oh yeah, you see, that's the I'm not I'm not listening to your verbal cardio mm-hmm. about your vasectomy, bro. Oh, highly disrespectful. <laughs> almost blocked you and reported you on, two man. times, bro. I almost blocked you, unblocked you, blocked you, reported you, unblocked you, to follow you from another account to to report you from another account and block you from <laughs> wow, that account. Man. Don't talk about that. that's painful, man. Oh man, it's really not. Bro. It wasn't that bad. The bro. healing process is a little annoying yeah, that's now because yeah. it's not healing right on. Oh, come I don't know on, if it's, man. I don't know if it's. <laughs> not the eyes closed. <laughs> I don't know if it's like, you know, it just seems irritated down there. But I'm irritated. The, the process was not bad. No, you ain't buying it. The actual procedure was not bad. Were you asleep? I was up the whole time. Yeah, see, nah, bro. I was up talking. You got, looking, yeah. Somebody told me like I could smell it. it smelled like kind of like barbecue. No, I didn't smell none of that. You would know. You're vegan. You can't even smell barbecue. I can smell no barbecue. More. I smell food all the time. I be smelling. Mr. Baker, like that's my ears are <laughs> trash, but my sense of smell be working. I'll be like, man, somebody that's a, cook. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind if this vaccine made me sterile. I'll tell you that. I mean, it could. Yeah. You yeah. want more kids? Nah. If I, I want to buy one another kid. I feel that. People told me that um, (laughs) when you have some of your own, it's going to be different. People who never adopted told me that it had natural born children. And I didn't think to think about that. Like, well, how would you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? And I have, you know, my birth sons, my naturally born sons are no different than my adopted sons. Yeah. I love them, you know, the same amount. I don't Mm -hmm. love them the same because they're different humans. But I don't love anyone. Right. You're not, ain't no I wasn't like, it wasn't like, oh, this came out of. A vagina that I came came in literally, yeah. you know. What I mean, it wasn't no, it wasn't. The, I think that's a lot of human ego. Mm-hmm. So I tell people all the time, like, if you're thinking about adopting, do it. Like especially if they're ba- babies, mm-hmm. there gets into other issues when you adopt older. But a baby, yeah, take that American. That's the best thing I spent American dollars. They fresh on the scene, man. Yeah, bro. I was, all they gonna know is you. Yeah, just man. like your own. And so child. yeah, if you want to experience trash babies, trash humans, because mm-hmm. someone did it for you. That's another thing too. Babies are trash, but you were trash as a baby. I was trash as well. Yeah. As I called my mom and me, I was like, I don't know how you did this. Thank you for not throwing me in the trash. Yeah, man. Because I'm these these motherfuckers ain't about shit. Man, baby to wreak havoc and cause terror. Use before we let you go, real quick. Sorry, I'm talking too much. No, it's all this is why you're here. I want you to be talking. You know what I'm saying? Uh, favorite five hours. Oh yeah. Hip hop. Hip hop. And also, I have one more question oh, that's get very, very important. De La Soul is dead. Okay. I love De La Soul. Man. Southern Playlist of Cadillac. Ah, uh, yes. Outcast. Um, Couldn't stop listening to it. Yeah, good God. I'm going to throw one that's been recently with me. People hate me for this. Oh. Scorpion by Drake. Okay, I thought you was about to say Eve. But Scorpion by Drake. Because, <laughs> um, you know, Eve got Scorpion mm-hmm. album. Oh, not so. that. No, it's the, the, double, the double album. Well, that was um, his last official studio album. Yeah, Ready to Die. Okay. By Big. And uh, it's between Niggas for Life and Death Certificate by Ice Cube. Okay. Because I guess that was an era that I really needed N.W.A. to be together. Mm-hmm. I just consider that you going to put them together. Because it's a conscious you. album and a dark, like, it's like yeah. two sides of me, and they're both very L.A., mm-hmm. L.A. conscious. and, and Same a, coin. Yeah, two different sides. So those two, yeah. as I've gotten older, shit I want to play for my kids. Like, I'm really conscious about the I curse on my kids, but the N-word, mm-hmm. hoes and bitches are, are something that I'm really 
not comfortable. Like stupid, fat, ugly are the words. Like I say stupid around my son that says fucking shit and, yeah. and bitch and he says a lot of things. I say stupid around oh. Yeah. Stupid, ugly, like those are like fat, like those are those things are trigger I, words. I don't let them say. Gotcha. And like the N word is kinda like cause it's it's a, that's even understand the nuances of that word is mm-hmm. something I'm still learning. Gotcha. So I, I don't allow that. So I want those are albums I want to play for my kids, but mm-hmm. I don't really because they're so heavy on, and the way they use bitch. Like me and my wife call each other bitch all the time. Yeah. Bitch, did you put this on motherfucker? Oh shit, bitch! I didn't, you know we said oh shit, bitch all the time. So, but so but the way they use it, like NWA, good god. Yeah. And you know especially now that we're in this evolved state, and I always mm-hmm. tell people now like, I grew up in the eighties. So if you gonna want me to respect your pronoun, you just gotta give me a couple chances because I'm gonna fuck it up. Right. But I'm gonna give it my hundred percent American effort mm-hmm. to figure this out. Mm-hmm. But I grew up when it was okay to say it. the f word, not and not fuck, and you know mm-hmm. all kind. You know the eighties was. Well, I go back and listen and watch. I was like, yo, what was going on, man? We were so lost. And I was I was thinking that I'm gonna have to write a letter to my grandparent, my grandkids. Mm-hmm. I'm like, your grandfather wasn't a complete idiot. Because whatever y'all gonna be on, <laughs> I'm gonna be canceled, thrown, I'm gonna be trash. Yeah. Yeah, we gonna they gonna look at them babies are trash. Mm-hmm. Done. We're we we're, we're out of here. They gonna cue that up. Look at what they're saying about babies. Yeah. Like, ah, now we can't so. have babies because of the vaccine. There oh, hasn't been a baby born man. in 30 years. Oh, it's gonna be God. like children. <laughs> These of people men. said baby. <laughs> children of men. You ever see that movie? Uh-uh. It's about the human population could no longer have kids and this one. Black girl was pregnant, so oh, it was wow. like a big deal to transport her to a certain area. Oh wow! Dope movie. Okay. It's not a scary movie. So no, check it yeah, out. I died, and the cover turned me off for many years. I Children of exactly Men. Me. Yep, it's dope. It sound like some yeah satanic man, but your hand. Let me ask you real quick: Can you hear the difference between Niggas for Life and America's Most Wanted in terms of the shift in tone for N.W.A. with Cube and without him? For, oh, like, yeah. Because, cause, you know, Ice Cube was pretty much the voice of N.W.A. Yeah. On the, on, on the initial. So now that he's gone, you know, he did his own thing. So now they don't have him. Could you hear, can you really see him missing? No. Can you really hear him missing in the second no. album? No. I thought, I thought they would fall flat. Mm-hmm. And I think it was just, like, I hate to put God into NWA, but I feel like it was just a transition that needed to be done because yeah. they have DOC's pen. And that's why, the you know, if I could be an artist, once I got a new album called Love and Rockets 2. First single's called The DOC, but I feel like he's overlooked similar to the way that I feel I've been overlooked in a yeah. lot of influence. Like that DOC pen uplifted mm-hmm. niggas for life and, and 100 miles and running. You didn't feel them miss a step. You may have missed Cube's voice, but because we were getting Cube's voice from elsewhere, right. it was still okay. Mm-hmm. And that cube stepping to the East Coast helped me tremendously because that's how I got my first real record deal with Def Jux, which was LP from Run the Jewels, his label. Uh-huh. We met on tour, and he was like, I got to sign you. Uh, he put out my first record in Best Buy, and that's how I got to do my first song with Shock G, and he paid for the video. Like, oh, wow. he was so, But it was he set the precedent of a West Coast dude getting East Coast respect. Okay. Working with the bomb squad. Yeah. Like LP has, you know, you hear the run the jewels beats. Mm-hmm. It's kind of noisy. It's that bomb yeah, squad. Bomb busy. squad's a huge influence on him. Okay. So I wouldn't be able to do that. And him reaching out to a West Coast MC, mm-hmm. and I was in a group called Living Legends, and he took me out 
And that's how I got with Knife. He put out our first record. Yeah. And that was Knife too was another how you heard of me and a lot of East Coast people heard of me. Yeah. Was me over those type of beats. Right. And I don't think the West Coast would ever have been solidified had it not for, you know, NWA, NWA making the sacrifice or whatever happening. And mm-hmm. then Q being forced. Q was like, hey, I'm gonna come over here. Go. And get this. Yeah. I gotta go over here. And he couldn't work in LA. I don't think uh, at that time, you know. They knew a studio. There was very few rap studios. To, you know, Cuban. Right. That's, I don't think people understand how real that beef was. Man. Like, yeah. whole ass groups got signed just to fight Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I got a lot of history from a lot of the OGs. And shout out to my um, my big homie, my you know, my ex-neighbor, Solo, mm-hmm. who was, um, you know, Franklin from GTA. And, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. He's oh. a Los Angeles street legend. Yeah. And he just telling his story. That era was very, it wasn't no rap beef. Right. It was, I mean, I guess it's kind of like these kids are now. Like, mm-hmm. it really was popping off. Yeah. So I think it was probably good for him to go to, the, to, to right. New York yeah. and sit down and still, because I'm glad that the, all those brothers are still here. And I hate that Easy isn't here to. Man. Because well, imagine that, him being able to see this movie and oh, man. these things. And, you know, because all of it, I hope, and that's what I hope these young kids see is like, all of this shit disappears and you're going to miss your friends. No matter how much you think you hate them. Yeah. You ask Ice Cube and Dre how much they miss Easy right now. Yeah. I would tell you, you know, because they made it mm-hmm. from dire circumstances. And if you coming out of Chicago or Southside, mm-hmm. you may only be from this block and this block, and y'all may hate each other now. Right. But when you're 30 and you looking back at you, 40, 50 looking, you gonna look at that man like, damn, don't nobody's gonna get it like your enemy get right. it. Right. Yep. Because he was in it like you were in it, mm-hmm. and you guys were fighting the same. You just didn't see it. So it just, I wish these kids would give themselves time. Right. To like. Just let it, and that's what Slug gave me. I know you like Slug a lot. Yeah, being he's, a, he's a, a you know white presenting dude from in Minneapolis, but you know I was telling I, I was at Jay Z. I would run up to rapper show ready to just yeah what ah, like what's what's good <laughs> battle fight whatever. I'm with all yeah. the bullshit right over this rap shit. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, bro, if you just let them do their thing, it'll die away or you'll be busy. like just chill. You just calm. He calmed me down so much. Yeah. Like, so he took me on a warp tour. He took me out the hood for like a good 150 days. Like, just come with me. And I was like, and I always tell him, you changed my life. Yeah. And I started seeing like, man, we could just kick it. And those dudes I have beef with, either we have something in common now, I found something to respect about them, or they fell off. Right. But if I would have made a song about them, I would have been connected oh. to them in a negative way. Yep. And who knows mm-hmm. what they would have. You know, because you never know. Who, you don't play with people, man. Mm-hmm. Because you never know who knows who and who what they know. Yeah, or what they're capable of doing. Yeah, especially now. It's because the embarrassment lives forever on these phones and on this. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a high stakes game. Mm-hmm. Stakes is high. Super Facebook. high. Shout out to De La Soul, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I love De La Soul. I want to say that. But, yo, you're absolutely right. Man. Yo, growing up, before we get to the question, growing up as, like, you know, a kid in New York on 90s hip-hop, and like you know Wu Tang and all that stuff, and then uh, young adult being introduced to people like you, Atmosphere, Cage, LP, the whole Living Legend Squad. And I remember that shit blew my mind because like everybody was telling stories, you know what I mean? Right. And that it was all relatable. Like everybody yeah. like within that is like stuff that you could really imagine. And like like Tony said, it's not just like bitches and all this other stuff. And uh, I just felt like that whole era and that whole I don't even know what to call it but like I feel like it was so underground that people didn't get their proper dues until now you know what I mean I feel like everybody like when LP you know came out with uh run the jewels and it was so new to everybody I was like oh LP been around 
Yeah. You know what I mean? LP's LP been around forever, and I'm just like, I'm so happy that everybody's getting their mm-hmm. their yeah, respect man. because I remember being like, oh yeah, I remember, oh oh yeah. oh okay, oh mainstream, <laughs> okay, I see y'all. <laughs> um, so the question is from Bomb Shelter TV. Oh. This is very near and dear to both of us. Okay. The question is. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I see. I know this individual. Oh. Unsavory. Is oh. The, is the term I would like to be described. It's as. it's a very simple question. Yeah. See, and I see she's getting that look. I'm sure you know that look, but I can feel the energy <laughs> off that. It look. is <laughs> you know. Jedi or Sith. This is why I almost didn't come to your show, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> People want to ask. It's the hard hitting questions. This is the inappropriate. I would borderline appropriate. We do the hard hitting questions here, at verbal cardio. This is your your mate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your mm-hmm. life partner. Mm-hmm. For life. What's up? I always wonder how someone <laughs> could love animals, <laughs> love your comedy, which is obviously you don't have to tell her right now. Mm-hmm. Jedi comedy. Is it? I don't, I don't detect any Sith energy yeah. in your comedy. I, I'm definitely a Jedi. Oh. <laughs> hey, man. It's exciting to be with the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely she's, she's, a Jedi. So you guys are Romeo and Juliet on yes. two sides of the force. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, man. I used yeah. to be on the other side. I have a Rebel Alliance tattoo. She got a Rebel Alliance tattoo, though. But what I, happened? I got it in 2003. So this is before you heard my music. But she also has a zombie <laughs> Vader. And, but, and, and I got that later on in life. And I went with Sabrina Sith in 2009. So I went to the dark side later what on. What happened in 2009? Panicking over here. A lot. A lot. I got introduced to Call of Duty. <laughs> oh, COD. The COD. <laughs> Let's blame Call of Duty for now. I'm going to blame the COD. Definitely. The COD can turn you off. They can. I play Overwatch, really nerdy, Disney, oh, really? colorful games. <laughs> you know, I, I don't have time for anything dark. You know? No darkness. Mm-hmm. I wake up to baby cheetahs eating imaginary oh, yeah, grass on a mattress. <laughs> the babies. But cheetahs in real life. Oh yeah! Don't tell them that. What, yeah, they get, they you know what they would really. Eat. Yeah, vegans, vegan babies. They don't. They don't. Nah, yeah, when they find out something eats meat, they're grossed out by that individual, mm-hmm. that that species. So they just create cheetahs that eat grass because mm-hmm. they couldn't. They, it's, they're it's into sweet. the fact that cheetahs are fast and they could climb yeah. trees. Their diet is questionable. The cold mm-hmm. part is the reason for that speed is to get to the mm-hmm. meats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not gonna have any Sith babies in my house. Is why not? I would At not the allow. moment, they can choose any portion <laughs> of the rainbow flag they'd like. They can mm. choose not to school themselves. They could even choose to eat meat if they'd like. We won't cook it. They can eat it. This feels like but a the hate Sith crime. is where you draw the line. The Sith is where I draw the line. <laughs> I don't funny. feel Sith energy from her though. Yeah, I know it's in the name, but she's very Jedi ish. Sabrina said, I, um, "Jedi doesn't really." Sabrina Jedi does not work. It does not work. It but sounds Sabrina better Sith? Sith. Yeah, people think that's my real last name. Energy? She's Jedi McGee. I'm so compassionate and so sweet. Yeah, so what happened? What, I don't know. It just sounds I could have. She's could a maybe be. she's a double agent. Yeah. Could be. Or as, uh, as I was born into the Sith hood. Yeah. But that's you just know, I'm name. like, but this isn't who I am. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so the, yeah, maybe that's it. I maybe like that. I'm going to go with that, that story. I don't know what yeah. Bomb Shelter TV's <laughs> problem is and why, why he aligns with the Sith, but maybe he doesn't. <laughs> I know his mother. <laughs> And she is definitely a woman of light and truth. Yeah. A beacon of hope. 
So hopefully she warms his co- the co- was it the cockles <laughs> the co- is it the cockles cockles of his cold heart. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. As a rapper, I'm not. I'm supposed to be scared. I'm supposed to say pause if I say cockles. No, man. Well, no, no pause. Press play. Pause man. I'm press very in the press yeah. play. Yeah, yeah. On the press play. Press guy. play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the press play. Oh yeah, that's oh, yeah. No You've had some good posts lately. The day I saw post, I'll never forget being at the press conference with Rock the Bells, mm. and it was a cold. Macy was a cold motherfucker. That's my nigga. What's up, Mace? He. We were doing a press conference like Bone is reuniting for this Rock the Bells and Tribe Called Quest is reuniting. He said, I just like to say that Dayla never broke up. Exactly, <laughs> man. I sit there like, ooh, yeah. shit, that's just bombed on that's, that's relationship goals, bro. Bro, I was like, you were right. You are right. No solo projects, no split ups. Mm-hmm. It's just been Dayla mm-hmm. Soul mm-hmm. as a collective from Jump. Oh man, when he said that, I was like, "You just shook up the whole world." Yeah. <laughs> he said, "This is all nice," and not like he's not homies with with with, with Tip and Ali yeah. Shaheed. But let me say this: <laughs> We never broke we up, and we need to get a little bit of stank on our name. Yeah, for that the whole time. I'm just like that's, and people was bringing up other than John. Ooh, ZZ Top, Aerosmith, look out, De La Soul. <laughs> but I mean, this whole thing is what people don't understand is that. The black unit has been under attack for so long. Mm-hmm. They take fathers out of our homes so we don't know how to lead and we have a hard time relating with other men. Right. And so, yeah, ZZ Top's still together. This is white white men mm-hmm. always stick together. They, you know, mm-hmm. who cares? Oh, wow, that was really challenging for a bunch of fucking <laughs> white males to stick together in America. Right. Crazy glue stuck to crazy glue. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. You don't know. But for a group of black men to stick together in this and in the music industry, business? Yeah, in the music business that's already trying to tear apart right. every group, right. whether it be the Jackson Five or Rolling Stones mm-hmm. or the Beatles. Right. But black men in America mm-hmm. in the music business? Come on, man. We gotta give them their masters back. Yes. Thomas mm-hmm. Boy. Come on, Tommy Boy. And then when you did the post about alternative lifestyles. Mm-hmm. Niggas drop me like a bad habit when I'm. To, uh, I kissed a man in the video. Niggas act like, but the niggas don't be on Will Smith head like that. Yeah, he does it for a film mm-hmm. and doesn't make a political statement with it. Right, and gets millions. He's cool. Yeah, and then people turn. Oh yeah, I guess he's ready to go. And then, and then I'll tell you this: Lil Duval had something to say on Twitter, and uh-huh. that's what I was like, you never talk about niggas. Like, niggas call me. I was on tour uh-huh. in another country, and I got text like, "Hold on, hey, cuz, what's up with this nigga?" Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, chill, chill, chill. What happened? Yeah. Oh, he said, you know, this nigga Merce kissed another nigga and didn't even get a million views. Mm. And I was like, and my niggas was hot. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I was like, whatever. I mean, he's a comedian. It's his job right. to be funny. So I'm honored that I'm on your radar to make a joke about me. Mm-hmm. And I hope that's all it is. And if you feel, really feel that way, that's cool. But I didn't do it for the views. Right. Like, oh, you just, that's a sacrifice to Illuminati. I guess I kissed a nigga wow. in the video, y'all, and I'm still not famous. So this whole conspiracy about <laughs> right. black yeah. men being gay for the money. Right. Guess what? I did it for the people close to me that I knew had a hard time coming out. I did it for the people out there who wouldn't be accepted. I'm very very heterosexual, and I'm sorry I didn't kiss him to get a movie role. I'm sorry I didn't kiss him to, right. get, you know. But it was just it was really weird how many friends I lost and how many walls yeah. went up in my career that I had just broke down. Right. Because before I was a weirdo independent nigga, but then when I signed a Warner Brothers, like oh, I had a lot of signed friends. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were recognizing me. All of a sudden. I was like, I'm no doper. And if you ask anybody, kind of like Reasonable Doubt, three sixteen. Right. Is my best. I didn't even did my best album on a on a major label. Right. I'm not even doing my best work, and yet y'all want to be friends. Mm-hmm. And I was like, cool. I like being here. Now with all this attention, I want to say something that matters. Niggas put the walls back. Yep. Why? Why would he do that? 
But all behind and none of these real dudes ever had a confrontation with me about it. Mm-hmm. I'm the soft one. I'm I'm a mm-hmm. homosexual. This and that and negative, negative, negative. Uh, but never would they say to my face. Right. And it's just, but I feel it. Like I'm always I'm pushed out. And like, or someone will be cool to me, and then someone will say, "Hey, you know that he he kissed a mm-hmm. nigga." And right. Like you know, and it's, but I, I never regretted it. But I like you know when you come. When you came out and said something, yeah. thing, you know, like go somewhere with that, man. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's not about what anyone does with their with their genitalia. Right. Like, good good God, man. Right. Like, why does it matter? Why does it matter? Why does it matter? Why are you ma- passing laws? Why are you mad? To yeah, to make someone's life more difficult. Do you see how COVID or whatever you know, like right. It didn't hit gay people. It didn't hit black. You know, like they try to do AIDS like that for a while. Like, right. This is something we we're just humans, and mm-hmm. life gets hard for all of us. We right. all have problems. Gay men, guess what? They have relationship issues. Mm-hmm. Somebody's having an argument tonight, and it's two people with dicks in that house. Right. Like, someone's having a hard time because they don't operate sexually at all, and we mm-hmm. commercialize. If you don't want to have sex, you're a weirdo. Right. There are people that don't even want that. Mm-hmm. And they get alienated for just mind your business. Man. It ain't got nothing to do with your life. Nothing. That's the that's the thing. And I, all, I always I love saying this because it cleanses out my followers. Like I'll say that if I get a big influx of followers, I'd be like, all right, now that y'all are here, I support gay people. People leave. I get a big exodus. Like wow. I love black lives, and I think racism exists. Just stay, just come just be for, stay in your box. I'd be like, <laughs> if you're still here, all right, cool. And then, you know, some people be mad and they stay, but I'm like, why are you mad? Right. Why does it? Here's, here's, here's another thing about, we live in a society now, you have to know somebody gay. Somebody gay has to be close to you. Mm-hmm. You know, so whether it be a family member or friend, you have to know somebody that's gay. So if you're cool with them, or you claim that you love them or you care about them, but you sit up here in my comment sections bashing homosexuality, how do you think they would feel about how what you said in my comment section? And nobody ever looks at it like that. I always think, like, also, too, what if we all do know someone that's gay, but because you're such a raging homophobe and a crazy, mm-hmm. hateful hate monger, right. they might not come out. So exactly. you have your foot on this person's neck that mm-hmm. you think you're loving, but you're really oppressing them because you have hate exactly and they will never come out and you're part of the pro- you're hurting someone you do love because mm-hmm. you don't think you know anybody gay you're standing on their neck yeah. saying right. i don't know anyone gay yeah and you dropping f-bombs and all this yeah. stuff and you, and right you, right and you're like, yeah yeah but internally like killing that me, person you know and you're my whole thing even... is like, and i say all this because i only understand by proxy i am not a gay male mm-hmm. so i don't know right. and it sucks that i have to be the one to advocate because i shouldn't Right. It'd be like, you know, if I had to depend solely on the POV of a white male to tell mm-hmm. me what it was like to struggle as a black man. Like, I need to be put in my place. Like, you guys are attacking me, and I would I if I got more pressure from gay America, I would understand that. Right. Like, shut up. Stop speaking on our struggle. Like, All right, you're right. And that's why I made you're one right. song. I don't, I don't wave the flag, right. you know what I mean? I want to be championed more, but it's not my place. Mm-hmm. But I did that one thing so niggas will know where I stand yes. forever. You got you got to yeah, let people know where you stand. And I was guilty of using that word on record. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
So for me, I had to do something very clear and concise to show where I stand. Right. And after that, I can just be supportive and, and donate. And if you want to talk to someone about it, if you want to share the song with someone, fine. And any criticism I can receive from the LGBTQIA, I think I got a correct mm -hmm. plus community. Plus. Right. I'm taking that. But the rest of y'all can shut the fuck up. Yeah. Man. Like, <laughs> let's move on. Yeah. Let's uh, let's uh, let's see what um Tony's gonna post today. You save a lot of lives, man. With that, I could just go and look and say, okay, there's some here's something funny. There's some animals in trouble. I love I love doing. But that's kind of that's you know what I think that's kind of Sithish. Sithish. About sometimes you you know the zebra crossing the the river with the. But he made it. Yeah, but he was in peril. You made light of mm -hmm. a very tricky situation. But I'll, I only do it if the animal escapes. Oh, okay, yeah. you never do it. If, now, if hey, they, the if home, they get killed. Cramilton didn't I don't get know up, how man. I don't know how Cramilton ended up. Woo. I don't know he if he like, got up from that. Yeah, that was like when um that yeah, was when Ricky like, got you, shot. You good? Yeah. You good? Ricky! I think he was just knocked silly though. Nah, he silly because he would have got up and stumbled around. It took, you know, he was, that was a one eight seven. And then he took a nap. <laughs> yeah, that was he the dirt nap. nap. That was the, that was the cram of all cram. Oh, man. He got peace. Yeah. He got pieced. I was like, ooh, but you know. But but for some reason, like when I when I look at animals interact, even even when, you know, an animal catches a deer or like, you know, I can take that. Because that's how they, that's literally how they survive. Yeah, they live. I, I don't do it just because people be like, oh, but you know, I respect nature. And I'll be like, man, it's tough, but it's what tigers do, is what what they lions do. didn't you know so it's different than when it's like when it's people mm -hmm. on animal if the animal wins i'm gonna do that voiceover <laughs> if a person's being an asshole and they get kicked yeah yeah good for you like that horse just running wild with the carriage yeah. and he, oh, poof, yeah. Come yeah, yeah. like man get that shit off your back yeah they impressing you <laughs> yeah he, he rocked around that stage like man. yeah man like woo. Horses are some more scary animals, man. Absolutely. They don't make no sense. I would, man, get kicked <laughs> by a horse? Forget it. Yeah. I would never stand behind them. Nah. The front? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. But back here? Nah. Yeah, that, I went to Australia to the Outback, and I did a, a sleepover. It was like we hiked out into the Outback and mm -hmm. slept under, like, first time I ever slept under the stars, no tent. And when you wake up in the morning, he's like, look at these tracks. Horses came in the night. I'm like, how I did I not wake up? Right. And then these niggas, big ass motherfuckers was trotting around my head. Yes. Had I been awake, I would have been freaking out. You probably would have got stomped out. Yeah, in the dark. Yeah. Because you would have woke up panicking, scared them, and then they would have just, just kicked me right in the Tap dance city. And they're like snake tracks around you. Like, there's all oh, kinds that, of stuff. And like, that. But you grow up human, you think you're so important. Mm. And that's like, I think that's the other thing, too, about like with, with gay, straight, racism, whatever. Right. You think you're so important that everything threatens you and bothers. Nobody's thinking right. about you, bro. Exactly. Ain't nobody thinking that's about why, your That's ass. why when I, I argue with people in the comment section, like, you know, is he, is he going to be me or the bear? I'm like, why you got to be that dramatic? Yeah, that bear is not thinking Nine times out of ten, it's not, it's not coming down to you and the bear. The bear is just in your vicinity because it's looking for food or whatever. Yeah, it did not come It's here not looking for you. you. Yeah. That's what I was, it's gonna be when you realize that it's like okay, I'm not that important. This bear didn't come here for right. me. Right? If you in mid attack like the revenant, okay, it's gonna be you or the bear. But how often does that happen? Stop, <laughs> stop. I want to thank you for coming, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Sorry, I'm gonna have to so have long. you back. 
man, I don't know if they're gonna let them be allowed back. Oh the, man, the verbal cardio. Let me see. What did the I'm a, now? What do you call your Patreon followers? It's the patron saints. The patron. Okay, I'm one of the patron saints. Yeah, so man, now, thank you, man. I don't man. know if I could be able to um come back if y'all have me patron saints. Well, y'all kick me out. You back, man. Oh man, no, they was like, first. keep going. Reasonable doubt yeah. will be trash. <laughs> oh girl, and it will be trash. We gotta really you know dig what? Into it will this. be trash. <laughs> Amir doesn't agree with me. Sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, see, this is a rational human being. Mm-hmm. Is Blueprint your favorite Jay Z album? Black album is because I'm I'm a friend of Knife. Black one. album's my number two. Yeah, Black album's my number two. I wouldn't have a career if it was for the oh, Black album. That's all. So when I speak on Jay Z, it's never disrespect because yeah, not many people would have checked for three sixteen had Knife not done threat. Mm. I landed in. This man called me. This one, I'm just sorry. I'm sorry. I'm Don't keep, make Knife wonder why this is my brother. And we talked about this too. It's just like he's a human. Mm-hmm. We don't have a lot in common. We are not the same person, but he's a you real human. Yeah, uh-huh. he's a real human. Yeah. As soon as I told him, I did a song on one of his beats. He, I, someone played the beats over the phone. I said he had to send me a beat tape. Mm-hmm. I took that to the studio. I recorded a song, did a whole song, put it, speak the phone to the speaker, played the whole song for him. Like, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, uh. So what you think? I gave that beat to Master Ace. He he did what? He yeah. gave that beat to Master yeah. Ace? Because it was, was back it, in the uh, days before I was it the grind. No, I think it was some, the summer or something summer. It was I on that long hot summer album. Yeah, so he gave me one of those. I have to listen to. It. I'll listen to it. And I'll, I'll DM you which one was song mm. was. But I was like, all right, this never happened again. I was like, my nigga, I'm pulling up on you. I get off tour and um right after Thanksgiving. No, I, before Thanksgiving, I'm, I'm spending Thanksgiving at your house. I don't care. I'll get a hotel and we're gonna do a whole. Album. I never met this man before. Yeah. So he said, okay. Because he's just real like me. Like any other producer, I'm like, who are you? Where are right. we gonna record? He's just like, all right, come on. So I got out. So I got. I remember where I was. I was at the Phoenix Hotel. This uh-huh. is before social media. This is 2003. Yeah. I get a call on my cell phone or something. I feel like it was on the hotel phone. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Hey man, before this hits the blogs, I just want you to know, I just I'm leaving the studio. I've been with Jay Z and Beyonce all night, mm-hmm. but I didn't play him none of your beats. Oh. I said, Nick, you better have played him." my beats yo and i was like this is a real dude this is yeah. my nigga for life like he sat in a room with one of my idols one of his idols yeah and said these beats are for a nigga from california i never met wow that may or may not i don't even know if i've heard any of my music yet yeah <laughs> but he's like i gave one of his beats to master race inadvertently he, i didn't claim that beat. he didn't know i chose that beat. he sent me right. a beat tape uh-huh. so it wasn't his fault that he gave that beat to master race yeah and at that point he had only given beats to the little brother mm-hmm so I wouldn't. I wasn't mad, but he since that he was like, not even Jay Z could have Mercer's beat. Oh, solid nigga. I landed. And he was like, bro, they just sent me the copy of the song. We just got. Oh no, when the internet, the um, black album had just hit the internet. Okay. And him and all his homies in a parking lot across from Cookout in the CVS parking lot, bunch of North Carolina niggas, I, straight from the airport to a parking lot. And threats. anybody else was from the hood. I was like. He's like, come on, get out. I'm like, it's a I don't know yeah. none of these niggas. If you ever been on Crenshaw in your life, it's a bunch of niggas hopping out of car. I was like, oh, boy. Yeah. But everyone was so happy for him. That's another yeah. vibe that doesn't exist a lot where I grew up. Mm-hmm. Everyone was so happy for him. Yeah. Like, everywhere we went in that city. Like, you know, like people. That was huge. It was huge. Man. I remember being and excited. He didn't even say his name. There. Yeah. He didn't say Pharrell's name till like, a couple albums in. Like, you yeah. know, he, Knife Wonder. Mm-hmm. I told y'all niggas nine times. We, I'm in the car like, ah! and that beat was cold too. I was like, ooh. <laughs> oh man, 
So from that, like, if yeah. it wasn't for the Black album, mm-hmm. I don't know where my career would be. Wow. You know? So I'm always grateful. But that said, Reasonable Doubt's trash. Oh, you, girl. You, 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 was, you He I'm was doing fine. <laughs> he right. just had to put the right. dagger on top of the... Good time. Put the knife right on top of the souffle. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, you were on the roll. But come back. Yeah. Okay. I'm having I'm having you back, man. You I appreciate it. You got to come back. Mm-hmm. If you, and what if, are we doing about the cats and the movie they're doing without him doing a voice for animals? Because I really felt that. Wait. I just want to take the. Oh, the. Uh, they didn't cast him. Oh, oh, so, oh so my agency, him. you know, they that project, they just cast people directly. They didn't do auditions, mm-hmm. so they just went to the Rock. They just went to Kevin Hart. They just went to, uh, what's her name? Kate McKinnon and you yeah. know so forth. So it wasn't like anybody auditioned. Let me tell like, y'all. So back to the Black Album. If we could bring it back to Hove mm-hmm. and Rockefeller, and Dame to Dash me. and Biggs. Shout out to Mr. Burke uh-huh. and um, who's his homie? He's always shouting out. Um, Tata. Tata Biha and um, the other guy that was in jail, oh. Emery. Oh, Emery. Emery. I want to yeah. shout out the whole rock ski tone. Yeah. Every you know, but the the, the premium rock players. Because they, they played ball in a way that black Americans should play ball. Mm-hmm. You're making the black album. Your last album is Jay-Z. Do you need a nobody nigga from... And I'm saying this because I love my brother. Yeah. In there, that how they could have looked at Ninth Wonder. Right. Do you need Ninth Wonder on your album? Now, yes. they Yes, he did. Because yeah. Ninth Wonder, that just adds to the flavor. Mm-hmm. They need it? No. But was it great that he reached out? Yes. So people casting these films. You went to The Rock. You went to Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. But there's a talented man right here mm-hmm. who this is what he does. Right. And that's what a lot of people associate. Like, when they see animals talking, they think Tony Baker. Like, he's shown you that he could do it. Even, like, when they made the X-Men movie and that thing, that, that meme was, I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Yeah. Fox went back and put that in the movie. Mm-hmm. They did. That was the only redeemable thing about that oh, entire that franchise. Was... <laughs> but... They don't see that. I'm like, what were you thinking? Mm-hmm. Like, they could have made you a mouse that run across the screen for five seconds. Mm-hmm. If you put some Tony Baker in your film about animals, you were giving them credibility. Mm-hmm. And I think that added some credibility to the Black Album with a bunch of big names, having someone new. I was excited by that because I looked yeah. at the, pro- the producers and I was like, yo, Knife Wonder. Because I was, you know, I was a big fan of the listening. Yeah. And so I was like, yo. And then when I heard it and it was dope. Oh, man. Yeah, hip-hop. Sorry, I forgot to shout Hip-hop, guru. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. there was a team of black men there that really pushed us all yeah. forward. Like, I got a song that didn't make the album called um, Flowers for the Rock. That's mm-hmm. just like, without Jamin Day, we wouldn't have no yay. Probably wouldn't be no state property to play. Maybe no Dipset. Maybe no Lupe. Like, oh, a chance that. that we wouldn't have chance or this do say. Like, their lineage touches everything. Right. All coast, every side. To Chance. All the way to Chance the Rapper. The, one of the newest, hottest rappers ever. Mm-hmm. An album in a dynasty that started with Reasonable Doubt, which is trash. Oh. <laughs> he, he just always be on the roll and then he got to come back to it. But that's how the us call, working together in Hollywood ever. take notes from The Rock. Take notes from The Rock. Nobody is too big. Nobody is too small. Yeah. Tony Baker is Actually, maybe too big for your little film, Ooh. but it oh. would have, it would have helped. You I guys. would like to have been in the film. Yeah, no, to, he's, not, know, would, he's not. He's not. He's not that. <laughs> he's a Jedi. I would, please, if you could just. <laughs> like I said, just, I have a portion. <laughs> yeah, like 
We're going to title this episode, du- some Reasonable ducks. Doubt is Trash, Tra- by the way. Oh That's going to be the title. Ducks walking through the movie. It's not too late for y'all to add a gaggle of ducks, or what they call it, the duck gag geese. Swans, oh. geese, duck. yeah. And look at who you can If they walking see. and they birds, we they could be the duck. If that, if that happens in a movie, the theater is going to go nuts. Anyone that has an Instagram <laughs> account. It's like when Sam Jackson said there's snakes on the motherfucking plane yeah. and snakes on the plane. I was, when I saw it in the theater, everyone stood up and clapped. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were waiting for that You line. put the ducks in there, you put, you put cram. In your animal <laughs> film, you put you have a cat jump on the screen. I Get off me, man. This I ain't guarantee about you, people will roll in the aisles, and that will be what critics and everyone is talking about. That will be the hook. That That'd will be, dope, be the threat man. of the black album this movie could be. But you cannot have the black album without the threat. And you cannot have an animal film be a classic without Tony Baker from this point forward. And it's been said. Thanks, man. By the man who thinks Reasonable Doubt is trash. Oh, oh my That's going to be the name of this episode. <laughs> we got Murr's Reasonable Doubt is trash. People, People are gonna pulling click up. That. That's going to be clickbait. <laughs> People are going to start typing before they even watch it. Yeah. They're going to be. Refer- like, if you want to hear my whole breakdown on it, I have Hip Hop DX type in. I, I did a Ooh, whole we'll breakdown. We'll add that link to Hip Hop DX if you want to hear my real thought out thoughts on it. <laughs> but you know, Thank you, though, bro. That's yeah. been great. Pulling up. You are only my second guest. Ever. I know. You had D Smoke, who people, D-Smoke. for some reason, think that I'm him. Y'all got the biblical vibe. <laughs> well, you're man. not. But yeah, he's more aware. <laughs> the black man. But you have a theme of guests. So I don't know who. Is Jesus going to be the next guest? I would love to get <laughs> Jesus in here if I can. Yeah, Jesus. If he would grace me with Oh, I presence. guess J. Cole might be next. Oh, I would love Niggas J. Cole. With dread. Niggas here. with long dress. If I could. Me and J. Cole a little raggedy. D Smoke, he has a degree, so he's a little. Has he, he's oh, pretty yeah. clean. He's clean. Yeah, clean. Face. Yeah, you, you got the full biblical. Yeah, my my barber used to tell me he's like, you got it, you got it, you got to shave the beard so people no, know it's keep on purpose. That, You're not homeless. Do you realize how much I want a beard like that? Oh. Oh, okay, see that's I'm keeping it now. But shout out to D Smoke. I was listening to his episode today, and um, yeah, man, he's helped me out a lot. Um, he's dope, man. As mm-hmm. a as a sharing stories of his father, because I'm raising his dad raised three boys in Inglewood. I'm currently raising three boys. Yes. In Inglewood. And I'm cautious about sending him to public school, but I want him mm-hmm. them to be around us. Yes. And um, so learning his struggle and how he became a UCLA grad, and they're just a talented group of strong black men that mm-hmm. grew up in the hood, went to the park where the gangbangers are at, and respected right. by everyone in the music industry and in the streets and their community. Mm-hmm. And um, he's giving me hope. And he, you know, he returns my DMs and blah blah blah. My pops, you know, blah. So yeah. I really just want to say thank you um, to D Smoke publicly, and I know D-Smoke. I'm honored to be the second guest after D Smoke. And I hope J. Cole will do it next so we can just have... Oh, man, if I can get J. The, the Cole... Biblical, the biblical boys. <laughs> the <laughs> I talked to J. Cole boys. one time after a comedy show. He was super cool. Yeah. I don't think he remembers me because this was, like, years ago, but super cool. Yeah, he's nice. He's, I saw him at South by Southwest. Mm-hmm. He stopped his whole thing. It's like, Merce. Yeah. Come here. Like, and I was like, yo, that's... You know, because he's a North Carolina kid. I'm sure that, yeah. like, that album hopefully means oh. something to him. But um, it was crazy. He's sixteen. He's always man. been really kind, and I thought, yeah. So I'm gonna. His I'm, energy is great. I'll, call, I'll just call yeah, him, man. Cool. Yeah. I'll call him. Call him. Tell him to come through, yeah, man. I love to have him. Just come yeah, through. through. I'm a big fan of J Cole. Man. <laughs> yeah. I'm a fan of you, and I thank you for pulling yeah, up. Yeah, thank you, man. I and don't. I, I'm playing it cool, but it's it's huge that you're in here talking to us because you have been in our lives for so long. So thank you. Thank you. We fans keep doing what you're doing. Keep rapping, keep making music, 
Oh yeah, I forgot. I'm supposed to plug my music. Plug your music. Yeah, Love and Rockets too. Yes. Um, the the declaration produced by DJ Fresh is out now. MerceRaps.com. You can download it for free, or you can order a signed copy. Yes. Get it. Um, we just dropped a new video today called Merce and Retrograde. It is out streaming on YouTube right now. Go watch yes. it. Give us some views. Nice. Did I say everything? I have to ask Victor. Did I say everything? Correct. It's good. Promote your Twitch, man. Oh, Twitch. Oh, yeah. yeah. Monday through Saturday from four to six, depending on how my kids is acting. Mm-hmm. I'm on there freestyling. You type a word, I'll put it in a rhyme for you. It's just to fun, keep my man. Skills, Come on. skills sharp. I be yeah. pulling up. It's yeah. fun. I see the Sith in the chat. I always yeah. get a quick little diss in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Beef. You know, and I want you to no disrespect to your partner. Hey, you man. Know but you no, know? you follow it up with, like, make sure you follow it. Yeah. Like, you know, no, you yeah. follow it up with the love. Yeah. You know? But yeah. I get, I get the Sith Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, valid it's beef. Too. I guess it's been taken a. Uh, it's, no, it's a, from the past. Is it? Yeah. A long time ago. Yeah. It's lived in beef. So I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Before you get out of here, what's your favorite album of your own? Favorite album of my own? I always I'm a Pisces, so I got two of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Melrose I did with Terrace Martin. Okay, we did that in 2009 before he was a big deal. Before mm-hmm. I was a big deal, or whatever, <laughs> you know, no one cared. I was where I told my label, I told Warner Bros. like I'm working on an album with Terrace Martin. Mm-hmm. I tell him that now. No, oh, 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 oh. yeah, so yeah. Shout out to my brother getting all his his love. Terrace right Martin now. killing. Uh, Melrose by Ted, me and Terrace Martin, mm-hmm. and and then this new one, Love and Rockets too. Okay, um, because of. I want to get it's, it's, you know DJ Fresh is from the Bay or from the Bay really mm-hmm. he's a real Bay Area sound he's produced for everybody in the Bay and um, that's where I got my start like I moved my left my mother's house yeah you mentioned Oakland a lot in yeah so I, I so I I went, I went to Oakland that's where I learned how to independent I love also. the Bay Area and that's where I got this the sound for this album so it's me going back to my roots and um, Ryan Coogler is somebody I don't know if people have met mm-hmm. um, but the director of Black Panther Creed mm-hmm. um, Fruitvale Station. He's a highly intelligent man, and during this thing, my wife had to explain to me what code switching was. Cause I didn't. He doesn't code switch. Mm-hmm. He could be on the phone with Disney. He sounds like Ryan from the town. Yeah. He's. We, I've been on panels with Comic Con at him. He sounds like Ryan from the town. Wow. And That's I dope. love that about him. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't know what I was doing because there's. A, my wife would tell you like, oh, she could tell when I'm talking to somebody from my neighborhood. She could talk when I'm telling, talking to my brother. You want to talk mm-hmm. to DJ Fresh? She know when I'm talking to niggas on the phone. She tells me when I'm talking to uh, you know other people. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, she, you know, probably in this interview, you know, I was like, I can't help it. Like this is what my mother enunciates, sit up straight. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and Ryan stands up straight and blah blah. But you know, it's something about Oakland, man. And I yeah. was just like, not that I made an Oakland album, but this album. I relax and me and fresh after tour because when you're on tour and you're married, you don't do a lot of. It's not mm-hmm. a lot to do. Right. So I was like, let's just do an album. And so we just had. I had a beer and a little whiskey every night, and it would just, and I would just talk. So it's me and my real voice for the, for the for the kind of outside for the first time. But yeah, it was good. So that's why this is my favorite album. I know everybody said the newest. I, I usually don't say that. Yeah. This one is my favorite album because this is as me as I've gotten to be since Melrose. Wow, okay. And that's Melrose didn't do well with my fans because it was very, very, it was some nigga shit. It was just, yeah. You know, and it still is. If you don't if you don't get it, you don't get it. There's mm-hmm. one person, Il Camille, her father, rest in peace to him. He was the only person I ever know to say, like, he told his daughter to, like, I got, I get what they're trying to do. Yeah. Because it was, there's not many of us. So um, this album is, um, Love and Rockets 2 is probably my favorite, and Melrose a close second. Okay. Yeah. Go get it. And I love that uh, song you did with Locksmith, Stars. Oh, shit. man. That's the, that was, I don't know why that didn't hit, bro. That, I thought that we were rapping song on that. right that there. Uh, that beat? 
I took Knox Locksmith on tour for that just so we could do that song. That song. And the incredible. funny thing is, every night we did it, people were like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. I'm like, man, I need because Locksmith be getting a lot of views on his videos, and that video didn't get a lot of views. I'm gonna blame it on the video. You know, you know what I I, I have discovered when it's a true gem, you gotta everybody just has to keep reposting it. Mm. Cause if it's something, my first uh, voiceover video didn't go viral until the third or fourth time I posted it. Really? Yeah, it was the raccoon eating the cat's food. That was probably my fourth time putting it up. Really? That's what true. year? What year did that happen? Twenty fifteen, maybe. That's funny. That's the first time I seen raccoons. Yeah. I was just going through my divorce, and mm -hmm. I got to hang out at strip clubs. And the girl's like, I met, I met her at a show. And she was like, come to my strip club tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, we have a day off. Fuck it. The twist is the raccoons was in the strip club. <laughs> no, she said, she said, <laughs> so we're leaving. She's like, I'm off, my shift's over, let's all go. Mm -hmm. So I was just sitting in the back talking to her at the bar and buying lap dances for everybody in my crew. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, she's like, you guys want to come back and feed the raccoons? Oh, and she brought out a whole thing of cat food. And she's like, hold it in your hand. We went in the back and these oh. niggas came out of the Yo. woods by the flocks like, Wait, where was, where was this? this we going? In Florida. <laughs> I knew Florida. It. <laughs> I, knew I said, yo. So that's crazy. That was it was that's about dope. 2015. Yeah. Oh man. Yep. That's crazy. So and that was then, your first That was my third time posting that video, reposting it. Mm -hmm. And then it just caught on. It was like on your same page, same yeah. account. Somebody just reposted it and then that turned into another repost and then boom. Shout out to Spice Adams. Spice Adams reposted hey, me on man, Facebook. He's always been real cool, cool. Oh, he's super cool. He reposted that video on his Facebook. Blew the hell up. And then somebody else reposted it on Instagram. He's so, also funny. But he's oh, a really nice wow. guy. He's great. And I think that's the thing. It's like people that are genuine, like Ninth has connected me to you mm -hmm. and connected me to Spice. Like that's um Yeah. It's just that that real authenticity. Yeah, like, man. We're all very different individuals. Mm -hmm. But Knife is a weird dude too. He'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'm just on the phone with Kadeem Hardison." Oh yeah, me and, and Tory Holt just coming. I met Tory Holt a couple of times, just coming into sessions, hanging out yeah. in the studio. I'm like, "Wow, you a Hall of Fame receiver or should be Hall of Fame receiver?" Yeah, he'll be text. He texted me that day, "Yo, uh, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in L. A. Come to the studio." Oh, oh, oh. you know. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not really a short notice type of cat, but I'm glad I pulled up that day because I met you, man. Yeah, man. And we were there for to me one of the best albums to come out. Oh, for that Rhapsody album? Oh. Let me tell you about Layla's Let me tell you about Rhapsody. I, I always got to give MCs like a good 10-year span before they can get it to them. That's why another mm -hmm. reason I just added Wayne. I give him my, I think I think, I think it's like, I know I did a breakdown on Hip Hop DS, but I think 10 to 15 years you got to have before somebody puts you in a, in a great category. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But she's on the short list. Like, oh, she, like Kendrick, Drake, J. Cole, they all going. She's going. She is fantastic. Not greatest female. She's one of my favorite rappers. Layla, Layla's Wisdom is and we got to be in that session. We were, we were there, though. Like, she's playing, like, like, playing this for us. Like, is this good? Yes. The fuck out of here. That, she, she's one of my favorite rappers out here right now. Yeah. And, like, period. Yeah, period. Male, female, doesn't matter. And the, the work she puts out is just good. Like, she be putting albums out. And I'm an album guy. Yeah. That's what you got to sit with it. I like concepts and, like, you know, themes and a sound and a cohesion. I'm just like, she's killing it. Yeah. She's, I would love to have her in here, too. Oh, she'll come on the show. Yeah. If she, yeah. Her and her, um, her and her skills, man. I don't, man. She's, she's a. Uh, I'm glad she's in the game. Yeah, she's one of the first people to hold my son. That was, really? Yeah, because I adopted oh. him from North Carolina. Oh. And um, she came to the thing. And she's so, little, too. Yeah, she's. Not she, a lot she people know she she's tiny. <laughs> She thinks she can hoop. She can't? Nah, she could probably. <laughs> <laughs> I am not athletically inclined. 
Yeah, she's three. Nice. I can play horse. You can play horse? Hey, man, look oh, out. Oh, man, I'm around the, the world streets. champ, man. Listen. Horse? See, see, maybe that. Maybe we need to have a team. Me me and Rap versus you and Sabrina. Let's get in, it. In a game of horse. <laughs> Let's get it. I'm Let's ready. Go. I stay it ready like for horse. like a very vegan thing mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. We don't kill horses. We play horses. We play horse. With no no horses were rode or slapped. Yeah, and the making of this event. Only, right only people slapped was the Sith family. Exactly. Oh, what? oh, hold on. No. She's part of the Jedi Council as well. The mm. Zulu, the Black Jedi Zulu Council. Mm. So, or I hope I said that right. Um, but um, yeah. So yeah. So she could be on my team. Y'all could the <laughs> Jedi Sith game of horse. Sorry, rap. I got you into this. That's my sister though. We, Let's get it. She got my Let's back anyway. It. So we gonna play the horse. Let's get it. Play the horse, guys. Play, we'll play that. Thank you, bro. Yes. Thank you, guys. Coming, man. I'm gonna get out of here. Right. Yes, verbal cardio, you. man. Merz. Yeah, Shout out to my patron saint. You can cut yeah, it. Yeah, verbal cardio for real. It's verbal cardio. It was man. over two hours. 